Happy No Streams Day. Welcome back on a Wednesday night. We're about to get into some great conversation. Okay, and we're running late. We're going to get into it. Okay, that's uh, the Divine Feminine for you. So happy No Streams Day. Uh, happy International Women's Month. Okay, and that's why it's ladies night. You see, none of the guys are on the show tonight. Okay, the women are taking over. Period. So make sure that y'all like, comment, subscribe. Make sure y'all are in the chat, make it liver than what it was. Okay. Yes. No strings attached Wednesday. What up, Devin? Period. <laughs> you know it's ladies' night, Devin. You see, y'all, y'all see what it is. Okay. And we got the lovely ladies. We got my lovely cast with me. So let's get right into the introductions. I have my friend Jordan with me. Hey. Yes, longtime friend of the show. And we also got Tierra to the right of me. We got Tierra to the right of me. You know, she keeps it live in the chat or on the show, however it go. What up, Tierra? Hey. <laughs> yes, and then we got the OG system out in the house. You know how it go. What's up, y'all? Welcome back on a Wednesday night. So glad y'all could join us. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know we definitely uh, cover these topics and speak in our most, most organic fashion. So thank you for joining us. Happy National Women's Month. Let's get to it. Yes. And we got Tamara. Okay. We got Liza Wifey in the building. She's in the background holding it down, but she's front and center tonight. Tamara. Finally joining you guys. So glad to be here. Let's get to it. Yes, and last but certainly not least, we got a new we got a new person joining the show, but she be in the chat popping off sometimes. <laughs> we got Deontay with us. Hey, what's good with y'all? Happy to be here. Happy Women's Month. Let's do this. Yes, I'm so <laughs> glad. <laughs> I'm so excited for the show. Y'all don't know like how long I've been thinking about this show, and y'all know like. I specifically like tap the girls. I was like, dang, who am I going to choose for this ladies night? And so I tried to like get a nice group of women where we're all kind of like on different paths, like half of us are mothers. Well, Tierra and Mo are not yet mothers, but the rest of us are. You're a new baby. Tamara got two babies. Deontay, she got a big baby like me. Okay. So like, <laughs> yes. Well, we're all, we all around. Some of us are in relationships, you know, some of them newer, some of them older. Hey, what up, Dom? Yes. So I just wanted to get a nice mix so we'd be able to have this great conversation about rising up into our divine femininity. Okay. So like, and I think this is a very important topic to get into right now as we're into 2023. We're about to come into the new energetic new year. So it's time to like be thinking about things differently. And I think uh, shifting things for the better. So, yeah. So just a reminder that we allow everyone to express themselves in their most organic states. Okay. And we don't censor the chat, but be careful what y'all put in there because we might clap back to you. Okay. Well, <laughs> it might, you know, maybe. So. <laughs> Period. <laughs> okay, so be careful. And it's ladies' night, so men, 
beware, okay? Don't be too much in ladies' business. Y'all could listen and shit, but make sure y'all being respectful, okay? Make sure y'all being respectful for the ladies, okay? And I also, I also want to preface before we start this conversation that as we're going to be speaking about femininity and womanhood, I don't want um, anyone to think that there's any disrespect um, coming to anyone that identifies as a woman. This conversation is coming from a space of love and respect. And so this is just our opinions and our conversation. Okay. And also, I do want to start with setting my intention for the show, just so we can, um, yeah, we can start this thing right. Hey, what up, Jasmine? Hey. <laughs> yeah, so it's my intention that I facilitate a conversation with the feminine uh, regarding our power and how to use and cultivate this power responsibly for the betterment of ourselves, of our families, and our planet. So feel free to have y'all intentions. Y'all can say it to yourself or speak it aloud, you know. However, you know, we're going to have a great conversation. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> remain grounded because I swear I'm so nervous. You know, Roy is usually doing, Roy is usually doing all the hurt, hard work. <laughs> Roy is usually doing all the hard work. So, you know, this is a different space for me, okay? So you got this, girl. Yes. <laughs> You do this every week. Let's get to it. <laughs> okay, so as we're speaking about rising up into our divine femininity, um, I think it's we should first start with like divide defining femininity. Thank you, Jasmine. Defining femininity and what it means to each of us to be a woman. So, do any of y'all want to start? Um, I guess I can start. <laughs> okay. And Roy, can you put our names up on the thing? I want to see our names. <laughs> Period. Not I want to see our names. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder why we're who we are. I'm like, oh, we a little naked. No. <laughs> um, I actually wrote down my answers because I'm like, mm, I'm not gonna be able to think of this. I have something. a lot of notes too. So <laughs> down, you know. Notes. Yes. Um, I think. What I think of femininity, what it is to me is being um, gentle, I guess, more loving, more support, I guess, nurturing, especially because we are women. <laughs> That's just like natural for us. Mm -hmm. um, sensitive, because <laughs> we are very emotional beings as women and um, very empathetic as well. Most of us are so that's kind of what I think of when I think of that. <laughs> I that's definitely in line with feminine nature, for sure, for sure. Yeah. What do you think, Tamara? Uh, to me, well, I do think that it's going to be different for every woman. Mm -hmm. um, but at the core of femininity, I do think it pretty much aligns with what Sierra is saying. So, like, nurturing, I think it's connectivity. I think it's... Um, what is it like being soft, like she said? Um, also, let's see, nurturing and connectivity, softness, um, being like more in tune with your emotions. And then also a big thing, I guess, is like being receptive. Because when it comes to masculine, they're a lot more logical and assertive. And so with being a woman, I think a lot of it has to do with being receptive. 
Yes, I think that's definitely a main aspect. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that is what's natural for us to receive, right? Like even if we think on the basic nature of like sex, like exactly. we're the ones penetrated. Like we're supposed to receive that energy, and the guys are the ones that's supposed to push it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the mm-hmm. manifestation of it. That's a big one I thought of earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely receiving. Yeah. What else do you think, Jordan? Uh, <laughs> a lot of what y'all said, I definitely thought about too, like the empatheticness and the nurturing and the um, like softness and gentleness. But then I also thought about like a lot of women now, especially don't even like to be perceived as like soft, like because people think of that already when they think of women and just feminine. But like we're also very strong, just as soft yeah. as we are, mm-hmm. and we're very intuitive. Like, yeah, more, I feel like more so aware than the divine masculine. Just mm-hmm. that's our natural state. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like we're more the spirit, like the spirit side, I guess I would say, and they're more like on this point. Physical. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, and that's the duality that can exist between like the feminine and masculine too. So yes, all these answers are great. What about you, Mo? What do you think? What is womanhood to you or femininity? So I was really actually asking myself this question since you told me you know, a little bit more about what we were going to talk about. And the biggest one for me is creation when it comes to femininity and it's not even just the creation of life in the physical form it's the creation of life in other ways you know what i'm saying when it comes to the support when it comes to creating that home that life that nurturing area that safe space that you know whatever it is that the woman needs to adapt to or create for the ones in her life like i feel like that is a big part of femininity is the creation that we're able to bring in because you know how they say like you know you need a woman in here to make this house a home type of thing and like I feel like that resonates with a lot of different areas of life um, when it comes to partners, family, your children, you know what I'm saying? Like just your friends and things like that. Like you create environments, um, period. That's what I think. And I feel like that's where I'm at with my own femininity. So that was why I was able to kind of connect with that because it's about creating what is, you know, what I need and what, you know, maybe the others around me that I love need. And we're so good at that. And I like that, you know, tomorrow saying, um, you know, being receptive as well because mm-hmm. I didn't even really I, I thought about that, but I guess I wasn't able to put it in words so easily. So it's like, yes, mm-hmm. being receptive is a huge thing as well. So I definitely agree with, you know, the ladies are saying as well with the other items that we touched on. But creation kind of like, I say that to say like, everything you guys are talking about is something that we tend to create in the world. You know what I'm saying? I don't call mm-hmm. it mother nature for nothing because, you know, it's the creation, like it creates for us, and it's like we we embody that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all already, y'all already <laughs> hitting all the things. Like, <laughs> okay, Deontay, what, what do you think? What is femininity? I mean, y'all really covered it all more or less. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so to me, the same when I think of femininity, when I think of being a woman in general, I think about, of course, being strong. Number one, because can nobody hold it down the way we hold things down? Um, Being graceful at the same time. I mean, you know, who you know so sexy can do it the way we do it. So (laughs) to me, being a woman is like everything y'all said and then some like 
you know, we, me and my mother actually had this conversation earlier, you know, can, wouldn't nobody be here without us? And I feel like that's all of us. Yes. And that does speak to like the power, like that feminine power. So femininity to me are just like all the aspects, like y'all hit them on, like all the different aspects that come with being the feminine. But uh, the main aspect I think is like life ringing, like most said, like creation, like being able to create, like that is a very powerful energy. And like only women have that ability, right? Like the men, they could shoot their seed all day, but it's not going to grow into anything without the woman, right? Like so that's definitely something that I think of. And we definitely have that, that natural connection to creation. And like the same way that Mo was talking about, like Mother Earth, I think that is very, Mother Earth, Mother Nature, that is divine feminine energy to me, right? Those are both divine feminines. And like nature, Mother Earth, that shit can get very ugly, but it can also like clear all that thing up and make it so beautiful and like put something better than was even there before, right? And so like, it's just so many aspects of it and it could be beautiful, but it could also be harsh too. Yeah. And Deontay, Deontay, you have said, um, you said that you think about it with strength. And so one of the questions I was going to ask was that, um, do y'all see um, femininity as a strength or a weakness? Like is being a woman a strength or a weakness? A definite a strength, but I feel like, and I feel like I know this to be fact, they have turned it into a weakness. Anytime a man wants to insult another man, what do you call him? A bitch, a pussy, you know what I'm saying? And it's like to me, I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, what are you trying to say right now? So it does, it does come off as a weak, but we all know that's not true. You know, it's as we stand here as women and as men stand here crying about everything that we do, and just and we leave them at the same time. Like it's it's more than a weakness, it's it's definitely a strength, just like water can, you know, destroy a mountain. You know, that is women, that is feminine, divine energy. And like you said, when we talk about this creation, what cre what gets created can get destroyed. And it's a woman that, for the most part, we, we talk about what being nurtured is creating at home. And if the woman is not happy, ain't nobody about to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just going to be over. It's only going to last so long. And that's a big part of us. Okay, could you put that comment back on the screen that Stanley has said? He said femininity, femininity definitely can be a pro and a con. Femininity is weak for a man, but strength for a woman. So yeah, I definitely can kind of see that, right? Because when men start to get, because of course we both have masculine and feminine energies within all of us. We all have all access to those energies, but it definitely can be taken further when we... Um, see men exhibiting those signs of softness, right? Or of like the things that you will associate with a woman, right? And I think that kind of comes into like toxic masculinity or maybe is it toxic femininity like that? Cause I think women can be big perpetrators of that too. Like, and I want to get into that later as they're like raising our children, as we're raising our sons, you know, um, when they are more emotional, like in society, like society has all these roles, right? Even just how society calls men 
pussies and bitches, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's something that society has uh, created because we are in this patriarchal reality, right? And that's why, you know, we are about to rise up into our divine femininity and shift that shit. Because now we are aware that there are masculine and feminine energies within each of us, okay? And that has nothing to do with fucking orientation, okay? And so, just like you said earlier, it's all about that duality. You have to have both. And anyone who feels like, you know, a man can't be feminine, though, I think that's where we span into toxic masculinity. Because you're trying to say that somebody shouldn't be soft or shouldn't be nurturing. But then at the same time, we got men and women, all of us complain about, dang, you know, my parents didn't hug me enough. They didn't kiss me enough. They didn't love me. That's mm -hmm. a that's feminine energy. We mm -hmm. need to have that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and men definitely need to be free to, like, express that. Boys, men, as they go through their whole lives. And we also have to be in a space of allowing them to do that. Because I think women can definitely flip that on a man. Because men, women will be quick to call a man a bitch, too. Queen. Oh, you're gay. Oh, yeah. Or you're gay. Or like, you know, so we be having to check ourselves as well, I think. Mm -hmm. That's something that we definitely, and we will be checking ourselves as we are rising up into our divine femininity, because that's us. I definitely yeah. think that we're evolving as people, because like what Mo was saying before, when it comes to creation, that is mm -hmm. more of like a feminine thing. But when you think about it, like even for artists, say if somebody's painting a picture or they're making a sculpture, like use even if you're a man, you still would have to tap into, I guess, some sort of femininity in order to kind of get into that mode of being able to create something new. And then even with like music, um, just think about like all the different artists today. Like I would say compared to what they were in say like 2002, like men are starting to embrace a little bit more of like that other side of them. And it's it's okay. It's becoming normal. It's becoming, you know, yeah, normalized. Yeah, it's definitely becoming more accepting. I think that's because we are moving in the right direction. Or like, I, I hope that's the reality we're coming into. Because right. of course, there are other people who are still so close-minded. And, um, you know, they, they can't even perceive that, right? Just like what happened with Jonathan Majors just because he was wearing pink on a cover, you know? Yeah. Men look good in pink. I don't know what the problem is. They look good <laughs> to me. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but hopefully, like, when we are having conversations with this, like, things can go forward and yeah. people can see things from a different view. Mm -hmm. no, definitely. So what about the rest of you? Do y'all see femininity as a weakness or a strength? What do y'all associate with that with? I definitely see it as a strength. Yeah. For sure. Have y'all always? I'm, no, I'm like, for me, uh, back in the day, especially with how... I grew up and raised and what I've experienced, I definitely thought it was a weakness um, just up until maybe like a year or two ago. It was a weakness. Being soft and gentle just wasn't <laughs> what I was like into. I wasn't into that. That was, I'm just like, you know, I got to stand up for myself. I got to be hardcore. I got to be masculine, you know, yeah. Because that's this patriarchal society, right? Because if you are coming in soft and sensitive and like, you know, like the world can beat your ass and you're, mm -hmm. you're getting hurt, you're feeling all of this, right? So you kind of do have to like toughen up as you are mm -hmm. coming up 
And then like you realize like, wait, this actually isn't my nature. Mm -hmm. This actually isn't like true. And this actually isn't even really helping me. It's not like making me feel good. And you have to kind of shift out of that masculine energy because we do both have masculine and feminine energies. But with us being women, when we are too much in a masculine, that could bring us out of balance. Mm -hmm. That could bring us out of balance in lots of different ways. So like we have to really come back into our nature, you know, and a lot, it's not even, um, it's not a lot of respect always put on women, right? Like mm -hmm. it's not a lot of respect put on women in the society. So we definitely have to be able to see the strength and know like, hold on, we're actually running this shit. Right. <laughs> we're actually running this shit. Because if we decided to close our legs and I don't have, have no more babies, that's the end of life on the earth. <laughs> what we decided to do, that, then that's the end right there. Story over. Story over. Okay. okay. The babies of today are the last babies. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, we definitely do got that power. And, like, so society definitely plays a role but even when you look at like religion like biblically speaking when we look at the story of Adam and Eve like this is a story that we're taught that like you know Eve disobeyed God she partake of the fruit of the tree of knowledge and because of that we were thrown out of the garden of Eden now we have to go through painful childbirths now we have to get periods every month so like this is the doctrine that was like given to us like you know women y'all are cursed like so y'all do y'all see it as like a blessing or a curse having to be a woman even when it comes to like having to carry and bear children oh yeah. i think it's both to be honest <laughs> i low-key still think it's a blessing and a curse i mean i don't want to think of it fully as a curse i mean because being a woman is definitely a blessing all in all but um, sometimes this shit is hard. <laughs> I'm like, this is hard. It's hard to be emotional when you're not naturally emotional. I mean, you know, as depending on how you grew up. When you haven't felt safe to be. Yeah, it's like, it's so hard to be this, you know, all the traits of being a feminine woman when it's, it's, it's just not it. <laughs> up until you get to that point where, you know, you are able to, but yeah. Yeah. It's a blessing and a curse, but I'm thankful. It's definitely like like how you said a blessing and a curse, but I feel like that would be the same. Like even if you were a man, like it's a blessing and a curse to be a human being. But at least with us being women, like I think it's fun being a woman, like you know, getting to be creative with how you express yourself and then just the the love, the nurturing, like I guess because I am a woman, maybe that's why I'm into all of that, but I don't know. I, I do enjoy it. I would definitely say it's more of a blessing than a curse. Mm -hmm. But even with being a man, like they would have their own or they do have their own, you know, no, they well. always have to handle shit. Right. Like mm -hmm. they're the ones, like, no matter at the end of the day, they got to take care of themselves like, yeah. mm -hmm. and everybody else if they are having a family. So, yeah, exactly. It's hard. Definitely, Jasmine. It's hard being a feminine in a masculine world. Mm -hmm. that part right there I think it's just like when we're in this patriarchal society like when women aren't really honored in the way that we should be it, it becomes harder to like want to like step into 
this feminine nature to this divine feminine nature to this soft nature, you know, because we have to be a little hard coming up in this world. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. But <laughs> okay, so I was wondering, like, were y'all ever like tomboys or were y'all always girly girls? What was it like? Like, or was there ever a time you felt like, I wish I could just be a man, like they have it easier? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or at least once a month. <laughs> for real. Like, I mean, look, once a month, especially when the period comes, can I just be a man for like three days? Like, that is so easy. Okay. Like, seriously. I was probably all the way up until like seven. And then it was like an immediate shift. Like, I still have this memory of like after summer break, going back to school. There was this boy that I will always like, we were friends basically. And he told me, like, oh, so you're a girl now. And like it was a complete shift, but really from seven on up, like I've definitely been a girly girl. Like my favorite color, even when I was a quote unquote tomboy, my favorite color was still pink. But I definitely like I played all the sports like with the guys at recess. I used to play soccer, played football with my brothers. Like I definitely went through a little bitty tomboy phase for sure. I was a tomboy. same for me. I was a tomboy in like elementary to summer middle school and then high school you know I was kind of a little bit more girly on the girly side but I definitely had a tomboy phase yeah damn I never had a tomboy phase always <laughs> a girly girl I was always a girly girl with this masculine energy <laughs> you was beating niggas up on the playground <laughs> damn that's something <laughs> I'm always trying to fight. It's, I'm always talking shit. It's just ridiculous. But still a girly girl. Uh, I I think I just really always been a tomboy. Even now, I'm still, I'd be like, bro, chill. <laughs> Even <laughs> now, I'll still be like, mm. but it's the safer as I get within myself, the more feminine I do become. I can't honestly say that. And want to explore that side of me more, but and then growing up with brothers, man, now you know all my cousins. Like, man, now, it's, now I'm a boy. I'm, like, I'm growing up. I'm like, well, I'm a boy too. Shit, there's so many boys around. Here. <laughs> no, but I definitely feel that because when I think about like being younger, like most of my girl cousins were like older than me, and the cousins that were more my age were my boy cousins, and so, like, I'm trying to run around be playing with them, and I remember, like, really resenting, because I was a tomboy until maybe, um, maybe, like, sixth or seventh grade, like, maybe when I was around 12 years old, I, I came out of it, but, like, no, I was definitely trying to run around with the with the boys and even just like when my mama want to put me in a dress like my mama never had me you know mamas they want to have that girl <laughs> like I would not want to be wearing a dress I'm like he gets to wear pants <laughs> pants and a shirt like why do I have to be there I gotta wear sandals like, I never like wearing skirts I love wearing dresses and skirts I don't no. know what like I definitely like to dress up but my mom and my grandma were big into like dressing up so that used to excite me but it was odd for me at the same time because, like, they would be like, you can't climb a tree in a dress. And I'm like, what? why? You know? <laughs> so. Right. No, oh, I literally did not do dresses until yeah, one day it did switch. And I think what switched it for me was heels. Like, I still love a good heel. But I can remember my first pair of heels I got when I was, like, 12. They were, like, these wedges and they were, like, so high. And I think that's like the wedges. No, it literally switched up the game for me. Okay. I was like, okay, I, I found me a little cute skirt to go. <laughs> no, 
But I was she basically just said puberty started to hit, and I was like, hold up. <laughs> literally what it was. It was about that time, right? It was definitely about that time. Okay, so look, and now I feel like so, and we were still women, right? So we were able to have the time where we expect expressed our masculinity, right? Our our little boyish stage and still able to like be in our womanhood. So I definitely wanna want like parents mothers especially to keep that in mind when it comes to the boys because i don't think boys have that much freedom because i was thinking about that when i had made the question right? like there, there's a thing for a boy to have like a tomboy a girl to have a tomboy phase but i don't think boys would ever be able to be given that grace to step into a more like feminine nature a more emotional nature and then like, and then we don't even allow it as parents, right? And then we're upset when we're fucking with these grown men who've never been able to like express their emotions, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I think it's something that we definitely, as we are the ones who are um, creating this next generation and that we're raising this next generation, it's definitely something to keep in mind. No, that's definitely a interesting topic. Cause when you think about it, like with masculinity, it's a lot more rigid. Like they don't, basically what you just said, they don't get to like, I don't know, have that, like that Express their emotions, their vulnerability side. Just, or like, even just when it comes to femininity period, like they don't have any space to like express that side of them. Whereas Mm -hmm. when we were younger, we could do that. Or even as adults, like when it comes to relationships or sex, like we can kiss a woman and then it not be the same as like if a man was to kiss another man like it's looked at totally different but it's it's still the same concept even with our kids you know definitely definitely okay so we talked about womanhood so now i want to talk about divine femininity we talked about femininity right all the aspects that we have but what do y'all think about when y'all hear divine feminine what what comes to mind higher self Mm. Right. I think yeah. being intentional with your femininity, um, having like a purpose. Yeah. I was going to say being the master of your own femininity. Like mm-hmm. that's like master level, in my opinion, being able to tap into that femininity and really embrace it and be at one with it in the moment with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's, I don't know, just master. Definitely what I think of when I hear divine femininity. Yeah. Period. And so I just looked up, I Googled the definition of divine. And so the definition of divine is of, from, or like God or a God. Okay. I definitely feel like divine femininity for me is like just being aware of the creatrix power that you have as a woman. Like, being aware that you have this direct connection to God. Right. You have this power of God on earth. Like I said before, like nobody else is bringing in life on this. God is a creator, just like women are creators. We're going to make it make sense really quickly. (laughs) Like God is a woman, a black woman to be exact. But you know. (laughs) Okay. We're going to get too deep into it. (laughs) We're not going to do all that tonight, but you know. I don't want to. I don't want to introduce to it. But yeah, so like, like I said, without without us, this shit cannot go on. Like we are the generators, 
and we create all the generations to come. I like how you did that. Yes. And we're the generation generations. Okay. Like we're we're the creators, right? And so I think divine femininity, because we're we're already divine feminine. Okay. But some of us just are not aware of that power that we have. And that's what makes a difference. When you are aware of this power that you have, and then you're okay. So I'm sacred. I need to be honoring myself. I need mm -hmm. to know my worth. You know, so you're able to step into life and you're able to walk and you're able to show up and come up different. Okay, because society has got it twisted thinking that women aren't as powerful, that women <laughs> we're we're the one, not the two. Okay, like okay. <laughs> so and I really feel like us just to like backpack off of that, like I feel like a lot of the time that, that oppression when it comes to women and femininity, like I, I mean, as we've seen in a number of things in our history of, you know, humanity, I feel like that stems from a place of fear. They fear the power that women have. That's the reason that, you know, for so long that women have had to be put down in ways because, mm -hmm. yes, like literally we have powers that y'all that men don't have. We have that, you know, something that we can tap into ourselves. And just like we're seeing kind of a little more in the new generations of women being a lot more just like in tune with themselves and their independence and the fact that, you know, I do deserve more and I deserve mm -hmm. to be respected and I deserve to be treated like I'm worth something because, you know, that's just what it is. And it's just being realized a lot more now. But I definitely think that that stems from fear a lot of the time. Um, and really the, the core of it is fear, because what is what does somebody do whenever you know that they're fearful of somebody up there, they're intimidated. They want to put you down and they want to bring you down in whatever way, shape or form that they can. They want to bring you to their level. You know what I'm saying? Just feel they can feel better about themselves or feel safer at that point. But let me be quiet. I'm talking to you. No. I mean, no, I want to chime in on that because <laughs> fear and let's go ahead and throw jealousy in there. I'm just sorry to say, but I hear a lot of jealousy in a lot of men's voices when they talk about women a lot of times. And I'm like, relax it's cool you know and i and i know y'all can understand where i'm coming from when we say that and that's where that fear comes in they're like y'all can do what y'all want and they they feel like we're better than them because they do know that we are high yes but they feel like we're better than them and there comes a jealousy now obviously we're gonna say we're not speaking to all men <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> y'all the ones out there and that know what's up y'all know what's up we're not gonna do all that but <laughs> there's definitely a lot of jealousy yeah you see to me the most disgusting thing a man can do is hate on a woman. And I see it all the time. I'll be like, are you okay? Right, you want to be us? You know what I'm saying? Right. So backpack with that fear. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. oh, that is so facts. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like you said, like when they recognize power, they want to oppress it. Right. And so, and I feel like, you know, we're all black women on the show. So we also kind of have that intersectionality, right? To where we we get oppressed on the black side of things. Cause too, I wanted to point out like when we are talking about the patriarchal, like and the oppression of women, fear of women, I think that's more from the Eurocentric. And any of it that has bled into like the black community only comes from us being in this Eurocentric patriarchal society right and like that's that's <laughs> not Roy. hey get out the chat too i'm like <laughs> attention to what blue face is doing to krishan right now 
that's that's where we'll lead an answer. We'll talk about that a little later. Okay. We'll talk about that a little later. But yeah, so speaking of divinity, and like when we're talking about the divine feminine, um, when y'all think of God, is God a man or a woman in y'all's head or in your minds? Oh my god, I was just literally thinking that the other day because Neither. God is not a human being. Let's let's right. go ahead and get that yeah. understood. Like yeah. it's so crazy. We was <laughs> I've been having this conversation really all week. God is not a human. So to be a man or a woman is just not. It's definitely more than that. Like, how can we sit here and say, oh yeah, God is a person? Well, then that means we all guys, right? Okay, then that's a whole nother conversation. But when we talk about God, let's really talk about the creator and how we got here in the first place. It was definitely more than just a human being. When we talk about our spirit. When we talk about divine femininity, and let's get that clear too, men also can reach divine femininity. It's not impossible. It's definitely a lot of feminine men out here that are well connected. We see it all the time. So we're not going to, this is not the takeaway for any of that. When we talk about God, we talk about how close we can get to that inside us. It's definitely more than human being. I feel like what they're doing right now, pinning women against men, it makes it easier for control because if we're too busy battling each other, how can we, you know, get to our higher selves? Yeah. In my, in my head, I don't reduce God to like a sex or like flesh. Like it's almost, you know, like a spiritual type of thing. So if we're all like a reflection of him, then, and there's a piece of, or I say him, but you know, if there's a piece of God within all of us, then, he has to be connected to both of us in, in that way. So period, Torian. He said, okay, I'm a good representation. LOL. <laughs> okay. Definitely what y'all are saying, because I also do believe that all of us are expressions of God. So we are all God. So all things really are God. Like all of all of the things come from source. And so source is everything. Mm. Like literally. It, it, it's everything, but I feel like <clears throat> through religion, through society, like there can be this idea of the divine as this masculine energy, you know, of this white masculine energy that I feel like we definitely had to change that view. Cause like, did y'all always have that view of God or was God a man that you were praying for, praying to like for the first. And then we get deeper about it when we talk about black people again, I'm sorry to have to go back to the black people we were not no there. We were not looking at things in that way. When you look at men, black men back then, they're holding women to a higher standard. It was more important. And even then, we talk about going to other countries. There are a lot of people who don't view men and women that way. Yes, it's a worldwide issue. We can definitely see where it's not an issue, where they actually put the women up and the differences. Right. Yeah, there are cultures that embrace that femininity for sure. I mean, when it comes to God, personally for me, I guess as who I am now, it's hard to put a gender on God because like you were saying, like, you know, whenever you're really kind of becoming in tune with yourself and you have those, you know, those moments where it's like, I am God, honestly, like, because, you know, this is the world and the, the energy that I'm creating here as well. But, you know, I don't know. I see, look, I'd be skeptical and I was raised a certain way when it came to the Bible and things like that. But let's go back to the just going back to Adam and Eve, like, I'm like, how do we know that that wasn't just a story being told? Because a man was, you know, wanting to put that 
blame on a woman. A scare a way, tactic. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I just I I be questioning a lot of stuff like that because I'm like, how far yeah. back does this oppression go in time? Like, because we can even see like in you know medieval times too when they were out there wilding and stuff. Like, they women were not respected. You know what I'm saying? They were definitely still put down, and it's just like. Mm. No, yeah. morale was completely out the window back in the day. Like, I question a lot of the stuff that they did. So it's just like, where, where was their mindset? Where was all of this, like, really coming from, especially when it comes to religion? Especially, yeah. like, and I think it's very interesting because, like, I grew up in a church, right? And so, like, even in the church, I know certain denominations, like, will allow, like, women preachers. But at my church, that was, like, definitely not a thing, like, women yeah. don't have a place in like the pulpit and it's so interesting like these are the messages that we get from religion which is one of the ways they program us in this real okay. right and it could just be subtle programming and like Mo said with the story of Adam and Eve like I think it's so interesting that we're supposed to come from Adam Rib, but we're the ones who make people so I don't know I feel like I don't want to came from <laughs> Eve but <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Hey, but like there's a lot in the Bible that shows like women being the less than, right? Like see, and that's something that the subtle cues that you can pick up from society too, that women are the less than the same way that you're able to perceive that black people are supposed to be the less than, right? So like, and that just even speaks again to the intersectionality of what it's like to be a black woman. Because there, there's things that we have to fight on both sides. You know, it, it, it's it's oppression coming from different ways. So, yeah. And we know all these things are wrong because we can feel it in our heart. We can feel it in our spirit. And you're not going to tell me that I'm cursed and I'm the one bringing life out here, you know? So we know that mm, those stories are off. And, it's, and we sit here today like, mm, I'm a bad bitch. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely grew up thinking like um, I've always questioned and especially with our parents and us growing up, you know, in the church or whatever. My mom used to say, um, don't question, don't question God and don't question, just don't question things. And I'm just like, I just can't not question because what do you mean? <laughs> and like, who is this guy? What is going on here? Just like, what? What? Yeah. Why are y'all telling us that this is supposed to be it? Like, this is, this can't like, be Like, for the rest of my life, I'm supposed to just let everybody tell me what to do? Like, no. <laughs> like, like whatever this in, like, in here, what y'all telling us is not really what's going on. She and then, something up. Like, I'm like, that's that intuition that we were talking about in the beginning. That's yeah, exactly. Intuition. Like, damn. Intuition. <laughs> we feel that way. Women's intuition and women's scorn. Like, come on now. Two things not to be played with. And I'm like, when it comes to like black history and how much that was hidden, and we still like, okay, we understand how much of that was, you know, taken from us and hidden from us. And then we're just still going to go straight to the Bible and be like, this is how it went. And this is how it's going to stay. Like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> and everything that y'all telling us is not right. what happened. And it's not what's happening. No facts. And even like when you get, uh, into it, and this is kind of what like made me make my shift away from religion. Is <laughs> when, like, um, I finally, you know, just became aware of like the systemic oppression that you know how that Black people have gone through, and knowing that like this religion was only taught for us for a means to an end. Okay, like 
this was brought to us by uh, the white man for his own means that, you know, but black people, we're naturally more spiritual. So mm -hmm. we could definitely even connect to that religion. But white people, they don't even connect to that religious shit. Like even if they in church every motherfucking Sunday, that shit, is <laughs> you know, a uh, uh, nigga would do, you know, yes. So like, but you know, I, I want to say too when we talk about that religion, because I don't want to just put people down, because the Bible got a lot of good things in there, a lot of good stories, uh, a lot of things that we can definitely follow. And I feel like it's just one of those things. It's like read between the lines, mm -hmm. because universal law is before somebody do something, they kind of really got to tell you or show you. They don't have to say, tell you in that in the way that you think direct, but it mm -hmm. has to be shown. How many movies we've seen and we didn't see it happen in real life? Because they mm -hmm. had to tell us, okay, this is gonna happen. That's it. However you react, however you go with it, whatever you take from it, go for it. And that's how, I mean, that's how you got the built-in control, but you can be free. You know, that's a choice. And definitely, I feel that because I feel like now anything um, informational, I have to take with a grain of salt because it's like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to mm -hmm. also that story, I think the reason why, you know, I've kind of like been so skeptical for so long is because Let's even just think about the game of telephone that they have us play as kids. You know what I'm saying? How yes. easily is that message misconstrued through just a few people? Okay. And these are stories that are handed down. And yes. Oh, my goodness. And, and you know, some of the people, they heard exactly what they heard, but they still was like, I'm going to tell them what I want to hear. What they wanted to hear, what they didn't want to hear, what they wanted it to actually be. Like, that's why I, I personally take it with a grain of salt. I mean, like I said, definitely there is a lot of, you know, good stories and a lot of good lessons you know definitely that um are in the bible it's just i don't know when there's so much deception in the world for me anyway when there's so much deception in the world like it's like question everything like question everything and find that with that inner peace within yourself at this point i think that's re really what led me onto my own journey it was kind of like i don't got the answers you know what i'm saying and it's mm -hmm. like i can't really turn to this this world of ours to give me exactly what i need so it's kind of mm -hmm. like that's when you start looking inside and it's like, okay, you know, you start kind of pulling from there. And that's where I was talking about, like, where you start to feel like I am God because yeah. I am, you know, the one that's t coming in tune with myself and my inner peace and my soul. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like your soul is really the thing that you got to nurture. So no, I definitely yes. agree. I, I take it with a grain of salt, everything at this point, I'd be like, mm, I low key be assuming that it's a lie before I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like how they'd be like, Oh, you, uh, and it's until proven guilty. It's a lie until proven the truth. Like because you gotta let your soul tell you. You know, um, it's just that's when you get connected with self. You can cut through the bullshit easily. You hear, it, you're like, okay, truth, truth, lie, lie, truth, truth, and we just go from there. We kind of trick ourselves into thinking, nah, they're not lying. Especially when it comes out the messenger. Because let's talk about the messenger. We're gonna really talk about it. Because sometimes the messenger be somebody who care about wrong message. Or somebody we don't care for a right message, and a lot of times it be like that. So mm. that all plays into it too. That's another thing. Like when it comes to family, like for me personally, there were a lot of things that I just automatically believed as a child and brought it into my adulthood. But now that I'm, you know, getting in tune with myself and you know finding out, you know, truths of my own, I'm having to question things from like, you know, your own like immediate family yeah. or just people who you are really close to and, you know, you trust. So yeah. no, and having to recognize that like, we're, we're just def definitely in a different age. 
and they don't always they don't always know the best you know they're just doing some things that they were taught or maybe just coming from a space of survival like they had to be on that but like shoot i'm here to shake it up i know that might have been good for y'all like but baby we're going in a different direction and that's why yes, i want to because we are rising into our divine femininity and when we do tap into our divine femininity, we're tapping into that magic. We're tapping into the magnetism to be able to create like the life that we desire. And we're able to tap into that truer intuition. And then we're able to move exactly how we need to be moving in this world. So I think it's very important. But look, we need to get on time. I have so much things I want to talk about. So like, <laughs> I want to talk about what it's like being a woman in 2023. Like, what is the state of womanhood in 2023? Like, are we in good shape or not? What, what's up? Well, yeah, I, I, I wrote it down. I answered like yes and no, but now thinking like the way that we're going and how we're moving when it comes to relationships, success, when it comes to, you know, just our inner selves, our self-care, like we're doing a lot more for ourselves, and we're thinking about us first. Um, and that is really important, especially, you know, trying to be that feminine woman and trying to get to a point where we just, you know, love ourselves more and look at ourselves as, you know, we are that bitch. OK, <laughs> so I, I do. I do think that we are like moving, you know, in a better direction We're we're becoming a lot better as women. <laughs> yes. As we sit here right now, having this conversation with one another. Yes, we are. From top to bottom. And I feel like the more push that we have on that, the more we know that we're doing something right. Because mm -hmm. you're definitely always going to try to control what you see is out of control. And to them, you know, and to some, we might be out of control. But that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you know. Exactly. Go back it up. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like right now, I mean, I can't speak for the entire world as a whole, but I mean, as far as the communities here, you know, um, in the States and stuff, I feel like there are, well, from what I see anyway, of course, I can't touch every corner of our country, but at least from the conversations that I'm seeing, you know, being had and just the the exhaustion that's leading to change in a lot of women, like, I definitely feel like we're on a good path. I think it's important to... Um, work on that inner work majorly first like i know it's hard to like for some to even get to that point but yeah. it's like don't lose yourself either you know what i'm saying because it, it can still be easy to lose yourself whenever you don't have you don't have a we don't have a guidebook on this we don't have a, a road map on what's next you know what i'm saying so it's like i mean for me anyway i personally love shaking it up like i love going against the grain and i love that so many women are <laughs> to go against the grain because it's like like I said like we have to try and, and if we want some sort of change then you have to kind of go against the grain sometimes and I mean I feel like women are definitely seeing their worth a lot more you know to this day um, and how it is being in a woman and I feel like it's somewhat empowering um, a lot of the time mm -hmm. I want to say I feel more empowered than anything uh, then I feel, you know, like a little bit lesser than like, I really feel like personally for me and also the, the work that I have done on myself in these last few years, like I can't be told shit really like from outside sources. Like it's all going to come for me and it's all going to be 
me at this point. Like it's, there's not so much outside influence that I'm allowing to mold me anymore. And I feel like a lot of women are on also that same type of path where it's like, we're really creating what we need and we know who we are and, and really like, this like, I guess, again, that's my point in life right now is I'm working on creating whatever it is I want in my reality. And like, we're learning that that's, that's just all we have to do. You know, like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a lot of dependency um, for womankind for a long time, but it's like, you know, we're kind of waiting to see what men are going to do, what they are trying to be. And, you know, but it's like, okay, well, now we're taking that look at ourselves now. Like, it's about me, you know what I'm saying? And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you know, the selfishness that people feel like, you know, you're being selfish type of thing. Cause that's a big conversation. Yes. Maybe we should tap into that too, because when it comes to, let's say women that there's, I definitely see a lot of the conversation. Maybe I'm just on that side of the internet. There's a lot of conversation about women that are like, I don't feel guilty about not wanting to take on a motherhood role. Like that's for the women, you know, for women who actually want that motherhood, it's a beautiful thing. But at the same time, not every woman is on that path. And that's not just my way, but we've been taught that this is our job. Essentially, this is what yeah. we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not doing that, what are you doing? And I love that that conversation is coming up so much because it's like, yes, like, exactly. Like, <laughs> see more in yourself than, you know, what we've been told. We're just here to, you know, uh, it's just so much influence <laughs> that we've gotten for years that it's like women are just like, I'm tired. Like, I'm, I'm tired. And then also, I think it's also a matter of our economy, too. And the way shit's going, like, people are, are like, hell no, like, really being logical at this point. Yeah. And, like, you no, know, like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are choosing to go down paths that maybe aren't so traditional to the people before yeah. us. And, you know, not to say that they're always going to just be like, oh, well, it's not a traditional role, but it's like, let me work on me. Let me get me right first. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's always that dependency that we've had. So, you know, I know a lot of people have mixed emotions about independent women, but as someone who is independent, I feel it's such a superpower, like, because mm-hmm. I really got me, you know what I'm saying? And I really don't have to depend ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, it's it's nice to have that partner. And whenever you do have that, you know, divine partnership, it's like, it's, it's I'm sure it's a thing of beauty, but it's like, damn, let me, how can I be divine with one other person if I'm not divine in myself? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, amen. There's a lot. I definitely feel like women are, we're trying, you know what I'm saying? We're trying. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing right now. We're, we're working on oh, it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff to reverse. To be. What'd you What'd say, you Mary? I was just saying it's definitely an evolution from where we used to be. Like, I'm, I for sure see the progress. Yes. Do you? Right. When I got into therapy, um, I didn't know that. I mean, you know, growing up black, they like, you know, you ain't, you ain't got no problems. Like that's that's for white people and stuff. But yes. once I got into therapy and got my free sessions, um, I started learning that there are a lot of women that you know are getting into therapy or realizing that shoot, we need we got a lot of trauma on our back that we need to start that we're trying to release so that way we're able to you know be our divine selves and be feminine and be emotional and all of that. So. Um, you know, just seeing that and learning that and, you know, just, yeah, I, I definitely feel like we are moving in a um, good direction <laughs> for the most part. Yes, <laughs> even ancestrally, you know, that runs deep and that's really heavy on us. And we're trying to really release that and get rid of that. And I'm, I'm really proud of us as women. Um, 
we really can't be told nothing at this point. Like, but whatever, sure. for whoever got a problem, Thank you God. know, we cannot, especially as black women, you know, just like you said, the whole therapy thing. No, that's for the white people. What you then I found out no, that's really for us. No, it's really for us. Actually, let me go ahead and talk to somebody. You know, our mental health is like very important. Okay. Finding out things or trauma that happened in your life, and they're like, wow, you know that's trauma, right? That's a trauma response. I'm like, me trauma. <laughs> no, but that's definitely how we want to come up. And Mo has said something about like depending, and that's what I wanted to ask about. Um, being an independent woman, like, is that going good for us? Like, not needing a man, is that working out for us? Is that? Uh -uh. I mean, no, I'm not saying uh-uh like that. But honestly, I've seen a split. For me, yes, be independent. But when I find that man, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. You know? <laughs> Again, we when we talk about duality, right? We talk about having a balance, right? I'm gonna be balanced with myself. He needs to be balanced with himself. We're gonna be balanced together. Yes, right. But a lot of you know women are on that mindset of um, you know I'm dependent. I don't need no man. Not saying that we need a man. I mean, I really want one, really? and definitely probably don't need one. But um, when I do get it, okay. I mean, not it, but when I do get my man, <laughs> that I independent. Gonna be cut right in half because nah, I'm tired. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> exactly because it's like we do want to be soft. <laughs> we're it's good that we're able to take care of ourselves if we're in a situation to where that's something we need to do. But ultimately, I do think like we both need each other's counterparts. Like men need women, and women need men. Literally. Yeah, I can agree with that, too, because that's definitely uh, I mean, I feel like I kind of feel like a like a split too. like uh, Tara saying, like in my case, it's more like, OK, you know, there's two different sides of the spectrum for me where it's like, OK, we have the independent woman who's strong in her independence. And, you know, it's more of just like a their own type of independence, like where they're owning their independence, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. On the other side, it's like you know, uh, I have this independence because I'm being spiteful towards others or being spiteful towards, you know, men and stuff like that, mm -hmm. where that's not necessarily the way I, and I, I guess like a lot of women take that role when it comes to being independent, because, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's almost like used as a weapon, but it's like, no, like it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be yeah. directed towards anything or anyone. It's an independence within yourself, knowing that you can depend on yourself you know what i'm saying because you know they always say like if you can't depend on yourself like who can you really depend on you can't help yourself who can you help like you have to be able to do on your own and i'm definitely one for you know um real love and partnerships like that stuff really exists and i think if people set aside some of that you know just the worldly things that we sit in and and like you were saying like being put up against each other all the time, like set that shit aside and really like, you know, love your person to the point where it's like women may just take that, that masculinity role at the, at the times that they need to, like a relationship is not black and white partnerships are not black and white, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that's where I say like, it's, it's important for that independence because especially when you do come into a partnership, it's like, okay, like I know what I'm bringing into this and you know, you know what you're bringing into this, but I can also, 
kind of transition into roles that I need to because we never know what life brings us. You know what I'm saying? There may be times where you need to step up to the plate. There may be times where it's just him leading, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. you have to be versatile in that way. And that's why I say like, I think when women are just independent to the point where it's like, no, I don't need you. I don't like, you know, talking down on men because of that. It's like, okay, like. That's almost a men repellent. Like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because I wanted to say like, I I would consider myself like I'm begrudgingly uh, independent woman, right? Like I feel like I am independent because I never had the space to be able to depend on somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So like my independence is a trauma response of having to carry everything on my own. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when women get too stuck into thinking like you have to do all this shit on your own, it traps us. And we're not able to be in that receptive state. We're not able to be able to receive because we've been, especially being independent in this patriarchal world, we got to come a different way. Like for me, that work is shit dead. Like some women <laughs> could be on it. They could be so career can you Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> shit dead. For the birds. No, like for me, like, you know, like I said, some women could definitely be able to embody that energy. Maybe I just don't have enough fire in my chart, but like I, I'm not going to be, <laughs> I'm not hustling. I'm not working super hard. That shit don't appeal to me. Like I'd rather be in my garden doing my yoga, doing my fucking meditation, like tending to the children. Like, <laughs> okay. There, there's a Put me outside with the cows and the chickens. Let's get it done. <laughs> Period. I swear I will handle that, that home shit. Okay. Like, so, but that's not to say that I'm not capable of taking care of myself and I'm not capable of taking care of my child. But I think like, especially when women can get into that independent energy and definitely when they're, when they start making that money, I think, and of course, like this is in America, this is a capitalist society and we're told whoever has the most money is the best. They're the most important. And I feel like women could definitely take that energy when you are too much in that energy and then boom, you're trying to come into a relationship with a man who isn't his masculine and you're more in that masculine. That's just not going to go like that. that can't be. So you could be independent, but you got to make sure that you are embodying your feminine nature. You got to find your divine feminine nature. Okay. Like you don't need to be going hard outwardly the same way your dude is coming. Unless, unless that's what you have in the partner, because some people try to push the issue with relationships and some people just don't work together. You think you like this, but you really don't because some people are just built a certain way. That's how we can't grow and change. But some, it's just like when we talk about women just being independent, don't even want to have kids. If they don't want to have kids, they should not have to have children, you know, and we talk and Going into that, we talk about women who are just, I want to work. I want to run the industry. And they should be allowed to do that. They yeah. truly should be allowed to do that with the person that they want to do it with. You know, you get people who are like, well, I want you at home. Well, I don't want to be at home. Well, <laughs> now I need to have another conversation. <laughs> no, fast. Because at that point, it's just not a line. Yeah, exactly. Y'all on the same thing. Okay. And uh, Roy, can you key up the video of the of the baby mama? We finna switch on to some baby mama drama. Okay. But I guess before, because before, we're still talking about being a woman in 2023. 
And I know this may be a little tired and toxic, but like as I was preparing for this show, like these are the things that were like in the media was what was going on with Blueface and Krishan. Krishan Rock. So I think like last week, last week, um, like Blueface, I had seen this post. Hold on, let me let me pull that shit up because I screenshotted it. Like, and I hadn't really been paying too much attention to them. Like, I knew Krishan was um, pregnant allegedly with Blueface's baby, right? So I had seen that. And so last week I seen that he posted a video and it was a video um, of his baby mama of his son, the baby mama of his son and his second child as well. It was like the video of her um, telling him that she was pregnant. Right. And so like he he's all excited, you know, when he tells her and like he like jumps on her and gives her like all these kisses and stuff. OK, let me read the caption. He says. This is what it's supposed to look like when a woman tells a man she's pregnant. Any other response or question, you should abort the baby and treat the next nigga better for the sake of you, you, him, and the baby. No man should question the paternity of a child. If they do, nine times out of ten, the woman hasn't been valuing herself enough, which makes, which makes them believe there's a possibility it's not theirs. This is a wholesome, beautiful moment that every righteous woman deserves, for real. So this is what he posted. That's what who said? That's what Blueface said. Like, so it was basically in response to Krishan being pregnant and saying, like, I don't want you to have a baby, basically. Like, and if if a man's not happy when he tells you that when you tell him you're pregnant, then you don't need to be keeping that baby. So that was last week. And then I think Krishan was on live maybe a couple of days ago. And um, she was basically saying, like, you know, he's being so, he's so angry. He's being so mean and being so hateful and all these things. Like, I should just kill this baby is what she's saying. Like, like I should just kill this baby. And then literally the next day, Blueface is on Twitter. Like, please do. No, like literally he was like, please do. Oh, it. my God. No, facts. So it was just a very interesting. And he's still like been going on and ranting. And it's just like. Baby mamas in 2023, like, <coughs> it, it, it's time for some shit to switch up because, like, she shouldn't have been doing all that if you don't she want shouldn't have no baby with her. I mean, yeah, of course. She shouldn't have been doing shit with him either because she well, already yeah. knew what type of nigga he was. Yeah, and he told her that um, abortions for this nigga already. Yeah, she already had a couple of them. So okay, I didn't know that. Then why would this one be any different? Basically. We already know that this situation, like, this is terrible, especially, I, like, my heart goes out to this unborn child, but I feel like as a generation, we need to, like, shift our focus to, like, who are we having sex with? Like, should we be having sex? Like, that's the thing, because once the baby is here, like, the situation is what it is. Yeah. A lot of times it'd be so unfortunate, but the we can change that if we start paying attention to, like, who are you actually having sex with? Period. We got to be more conscious and that's stepping into our divine feminine energy. But like we see these stories all the time. Like I think the last couple of weeks on No Strings, we've been talking about like all just all different types of baby mama drama, like all this thing of like having clearly having a baby with the wrong person. And, you know, when I, my definition of divine femininity 
is being able to recognize, like be aware of your power and of who the fuck you are. Like you, you got to have a little, you got to honor yourself. You got to realize that you are a sacred space. And like you laying down with a man who don't love and respect you is not going to serve you in any way. Even if you don't end up pregnant, laying down with a man who doesn't love you, respect you, care about you, like that's self-harm. Like that, that's trauma. That you know, Yeah. And just like you said, it's trauma. So that's something that has to be learned. Like we talk about being in our divine now. I think about all the mistakes that we've made, done wrong people, mm-hmm. wrong situations. And, you know, I'm a baby mama. Should I love my child? would never take it back. You know what I'm saying? It's just what it be sometimes because you can't have children with everybody, but some people just have kids. And that's just what it is. Just what people are meant to be. So if she, if she does decide, I'm going to go ahead and keep this baby, that's her choice. With the understanding that he don't want the baby. And you know what? Sometimes that's just, it's just what it is. It depends on perspective. How she going to take it? Because at the end of the day, he being real ugly. At the end of the day, you don't want to have a baby with that girl. You shouldn't put your dick in that girl. It's just what it is. I don't, all of that, I don't care. Like, and let's just go ahead and run that. All that, yes, a woman can get abortion if she wants to. She can keep the baby if she wants to. You made a choice to lay down. We all know what it is. And that's just what it is. We are old enough to know all that. You want to get mad at somebody because they decided. Well, if you really truly just felt that way, you should not have done that. Come on now. We're going to be for real. We're going to take what we, what you say, Nate, responsibility and accountability on both sides. Once a child gets here, that's it. You're supposed to love, care, nurture them. You brought a life into the world, but you're still selfish, worrying about yourself instead of really truly worrying about what's going on here. Life is a life. It's your choice to keep it or not. But you're trying to force somebody and try to, oh, make somebody feel bad. You're trying to force her into that. That's something she could kill herself over something like that. You don't say things like that to people. You hurting her and she's been holding you down. Say what you want to say, how you feel like she act. But she be holding that boy down. Y'all can say what y'all want about the relationship. But I don't, he treats her like crap. And obviously we, we look through people's histories, look through our own histories. We have not all been shown the same thing. We raise different environments. We think one thing is right. One thing is wrong, you know, and that's what we, again, going back to learning who we are and, understanding what it means to have real love real honesty real communication it's not supposed to be fighting because when i was 16 i thought i was supposed to be fighting i'm 29 now i know it's not supposed to be none of that you know so we all just gotta grow we definitely do all have to grow and we do have our own journeys right and like you spoke like i'm a baby mama too you know so and that's why like ever since i had my baby i've been telling all my friends they don't listen though but I tell all my <laughs> friends and people, like, baby, don't be around who the fuck you have a baby with. At you all. Baby by the wrong person. Hello, <laughs> worst life ever. Okay, like, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Like, and when I say my friends still ain't listening, one of my friends just told me they got a stranger pregnant. Like, oh, my God. Like, and I even think on no strings. I think I told you at the beginning of the year, 2023 ain't the year to play around. These babies hey. will be born. Your karmic children will come for you if you out They're here. They're coming tenfold. There, if you still out here acting bad, they ready to be born. Shit, I want to even throw in the last couple years, like people that have some karmic babies around here. No, no hella karmic babies, and like even just, but you know, we could talk about the man, the man all day. But at the end of the day, I'm talking about the women. And I want women to start taking some accountability and some responsibility. Blueface been the same ain't shit nigga he been. He ain't switched up. 
he ain't switch up shit, okay? But she was still opening her legs to this man because she is not honoring herself. She is not seeing herself as the sacred divine feminine that she is. Because whether we know it or not, we are the divine feminine. But if we are not- But you gotta know it. Such, yeah, if you're not respecting yourself as such, baby, you're still creating shit and you're just gonna be creating some hell for yourself. And that's why you have to be intentional going forward and Roy, um, can you play that video I sent you about the girl? I think I'm ready for it to play. Yeah. <laughs> if you can hear it, because I got another example that I just want to show of the baby mama drama. Yes, thank you. Oh. We can't hear it. Still no sound. I remember this TikTok. Yeah, no, but because I think it, uh, Torian has sent it originally to like the group um, a little bit ago. But so the caption yeah. says TikTok user says she may never want her son to come back home due to the hate she has for the child's father. It says this makes it hard for her to like her son. So like, and this video was very like, you know, interesting. At the end of the day, this is her truth, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's how she feeling. And I feel like this, this is what can come with, you know, not honoring yourself. No facts, like fucking around and having a child with the wrong person. Cause she was basically saying like, her son is with her dad right now, but she doesn't even really want him to come home because she, she can't even look at him. She feels like she can't love him and care for him and nurture him because of the fact of who his father is because she hates her baby daddy so much. And I feel like this is the trauma that some kids really do have to grow up with, right? Mm -hmm. Because mothers, you know, made the decision to have sex with somebody that they didn't really care about or somebody that didn't really care about them. And maybe they weren't in their divine feminine nature and they couldn't take the intuition. They couldn't see the red flags. They couldn't see, use their discernment to see like, okay, this person is not, yeah, or ignored it or didn't care or like, you know, and she said, like, her son's, like, 10. They've been broken up for 10 Whoa. years, she said. I was like, no, like, how old is he? Yeah, so she's been feeling this way for, for a years. minute. Like, still been holding on to all this hurt and trauma. And, like, once we are in our, our, um, our feminine nature, and especially when we cross over into motherhood, like, we, we got to be able to transmute and heal that energy or else we end up perpetuating the same cycle. Because now she's treating her child like shit. The child probably doesn't feel like he needs to respect his mother. He's mm -hmm. going to grow up not respecting women. So he's going to end up getting a bitch pregnant, not fucking with the bitch. Then boom, like the cycle is something that My keeps going. At this point, I don't even know if I want him to ever come home. I really hate that. And it makes it so hard for me to like and care for him the way a mother should. That will probably drag me in my comments, but I have to live in my truth. My baby daddy was bragging about how he took my virginity and he kept bringing up old things that aren't even co-parenting related. So I told him that I fucked his best friend first and that I never cared about him. 
I hate co-handling with him because he won't let go of the past. We've been broken up for 10 years now. And honestly, being with him is one of my biggest life regrets. But how do you look your own kid in their face, knowing that it's impossible for you to fully love them the way a mother should because you hate their dad? The disagreement was so stupid and simple, but it resulted in my son showing up to school four hours late. Usually I will remove him from that situation, but this time, instead of taking him away, I'm making him stay. Yeah. My son is not coming home today. There's so, just so many levels to that. I don't even. Yeah. I don't even to start. Wow. I honestly really want to just put the message out there for mothers and fathers because I definitely have seen some content about, you know, fathers talking about this and a third with the baby mama. That I don't want to help my kids because we're not together. She got another. Y'all have to grow the fuck up. Okay. Period. Like, you were grown enough to go and lay down and have this child. You need to you just need to grow up. Like that's some childish ass shit. If you're out there blaming your child or treating your child some type of way because of how you feel about the person you had, that is your mistakes. Your child does not have to pay for those mistakes, and they shouldn't be paying for those mistakes. Shit like this really pisses me off, and I'm sorry I have to rant a little bit, but like. Grow the fuck up. If you know you know somebody out there that's like that, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, if you feel like this resonates with you, if I'm pissing you off, then it probably, you know, resonates a little bit too close to you. <laughs> but, yo, like, that is not in any way, shape, or form the child's problem. They did not ask to be here. They didn't ask to be born. They You chose this path. That's it. That's so, all. You have to own up and be an adult take accountability for your mistakes and whatever it is you feel like you did wrong that is not that child's fault and i really feel for that child if this is a real situation like i really feel for that because this is a real situation that happens in real life like we literally just had um another video i think on the show where i don't know if it was on the show i don't know if it ever made out the group chat where that dude was literally tell his friend like y'all like you you're out of line for not wanting to take care of your children just because she has a new man like, you're threatened by these things. Like, that is so childish. And it's like, yo, like, you have to do better for your children. Like, our children here, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even a parent, but, like, I understand the depth of how much children are our future. When they talk about yeah. the future of things, they're the ones who are going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Around <laughs> us later on, it's like, there has to be, this is another thing what I think about a lot like when it comes to the thought of having children for me like i take a lot into account especially at you know the stage and age that i'm at in life like there's a lot that's taken into account and i definitely have my share of traumas and you know things that i've had to grow and learn from and it's just like i want to be able to personally be, you know prevent a lot of that shit so it's like like I said, that shit just pisses me off. Like, girl, it's boo-hoo. Sad story. Okay, shut the fuck up and go take care of your child. We like, hate our baby daddies. Oh, like, okay. Like, <laughs> no, that doesn't make any... That doesn't make any... Like... Like, that's another thing I, I'm, I'm off the internet for because people just want to sit and, 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 and want people to feel bad for them about their life. Girl, you chose that path. No, she has you to you have, you have to heal mm. and have to make the best of it. If that's the case, like let let that man go. 
Like there's so much power that some women and men put in in just that that jealousy and that you know yes. like you can be jealous all you want. The fact that she even cared. Like why did you even care so much about what he had to say, girl? And go find you something else exactly. to do. Like and it's just oh, it's just really. Are you telling me you couldn't find you no man? Because girl, I'm telling you right now, it's plenty of them that's gonna come school. Hey, take care of you and your kid. Come on now. Well then, okay. I'm sorry, but people want to sit and make it like, especially in times like, like, like a situation like that. They are trying to tell us these things because they're trying to pin them as the 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 bad person, the idiot. But I'm looking at you, like, um, you was the one right there with them when everything was good. So I'm sorry, you look like the bigger idiot to me. Like, you have to grow and you have to heal. Like, you gotta let some yes. shit go. Like, I'm sorry, no, I know it's hard. It's hard as fuck, but you have to do what you gotta do. If you gotta block him on everything and just, you, you know. know it's your life, your perspective. Like you choosing to she sit in that misery. That poor baby. Because they are still supposed to be co-parenting, and that's where he is. But like, yeah, this shit could get nasty out here and hard. I was just with another one of my friends, and uh, he was just telling me all the custody shit he's going through. Like, so that's like another way this could go out. Like, you know, sometimes the men and look, and like I said, this show is about the women. I'm not too much trying to get on the women, on the men. I think women, we have a lot of power that we've been flaunting and fucking up. Like, so we do got to take accountability. You let a trash yeah. ass nigga hit. Now you got a baby by a trash ass nigga. Sorry. Deal with that shit. And next time, like in low key, what Blueface said, like next time, try better. Like, do <laughs> better next time. <laughs> No, like for real. Sorry. Hell yeah. You gotta learn. This, this you gotta learn. I think that's another thing too, is when when I, I see, you know, like and, and people don't I feel like sometimes people don't wanna learn. Like they don't want to take those lessons. They don't want to to face themselves. That's the that's the hardest part. They traumatize. I can, I can chaos is better. It's hard to no, face yes. <laughs> that's the hardest shit you will probably ever have to do in life is really face who you really are. You know what I'm saying? But that is literally the start. That is where it begins. Mm -hmm. Once you really face that person that you are, whatever it is that's in you that puts you into this position because you're making these certain choices, it's hard as fuck, but you got to do it. Like that's that, you know what I'm saying? That's that work you got to do. And it's just like people Sometimes don't want to- Sometimes your child is your reflection too. That's why some people be having the kids that they do. Okay. No, your kids are definitely your reflection, and that hereditary is strong. Heredity is strong, okay? Like, <laughs> one day, I, I just hope y'all hear me when I say, don't play around with these, with these people you have your babies with. And so, yeah, as I speak to the women movements rising up into their divine femininity, we're going to have to realize, like, our womb, our pussy is a sacred space baby girl and like you need to be wary of the man that you are letting within your sacred space period yes. and i know like especially we're all part of the millennial generation except for jordan she's a baby <laughs> she's a baby with a baby she's there <laughs> now but so we're all part of the millennial generation and i feel like we came up it was like sex 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 like Capital that's sex. that Pluto and Scorpio. That's that Pluto and Scorpio <laughs> generation. <laughs> no, and maybe it is. And I'm like, 
you know, like, cause I even think of like, even, you know, the early 2000s, think of what the music videos were looking like. The 90s. Like. Yeah, TV, like just the internet. No, like, so it was a lot bombarded on us. And also like our parents coming from the generation and you know, let's not get it twisted. Like the millennial, our parents are from Gen X. They call them motherfuckers the lost generation. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The lost generation for one. And like, so I feel like we, we didn't get to like see sex as sacred. We saw sex as like something you get to do. Like if you want to do it, do it. And you know, if you fuck up and you have a baby, just get an abortion, fuck it. And like the next thing I want to talk about like being a woman in 2023 <laughs> is that now all this different legislation is coming out about what we can and cannot do with our bodies. Yeah. And so like, is this enough to make women switch how they are engaging in sex? Like, right. Has there been any shift for y'all? I know half of y'all are in relationships. But like Deontay Tierra has this shifted like how y'all are dealing with men. Now, especially in, like, in Texas. Like, baby, you don't want this baby mama drama because soon y'all might just be stuck. You might not have no fucking choice. Yeah, and I've, I mean, looking at me now and what I've been dealing with in the past couple months versus a couple years ago, especially moving to Houston, like, um, there has been a drastic change, although my friends probably don't think it. <laughs> for me. Uh, <laughs> but, um... I do look at things a lot, a little bit more different, especially with them, you know, bringing up that you can't, um, like we can't do whatever we want with our body. Um, I really do think it's important for us to just go ahead and like, look, okay, I'm a, I'm, I'm looking for my partner, the one I'm gonna be with for the rest of my life. I ain't got time to be out here playing games, okay? Because everybody on my line about to get dropped, okay? I don't got to want this. I don't want no mistakes. I don't want to feel like I'm making a mistake. I don't want to feel like, you know, stuck. After seeing so many women and even my mom just stuck, I don't want that. That's why I'm big grown ass is 30 with no kids. But <laughs> at the same time, it's just like there has been a lot of change for me, especially being single. Like I'm starting to realize a lot of things that I don't like, that I don't want to happen. Um, I'm learning more about myself and, you know, what I really want out of life and what I want for myself to look like when I get older, when I start having kids, I want them to see me, you know, as me, but, you know, feminine and all the extra stuff, <laughs> the extra good stuff. I don't have time to be, um, I want to break the generational, I don't want to keep on doing all that and keep that, you know, generational thing going. We yeah. got to stop that now. And that's going to stop with me, okay? My mom only got two kids, me and my brother. So <laughs> she had to learn the hard way. We, I'm not about to be out here doing all this extra stuff. You want me to have kids? Yeah, but I'm not even mentally there. I'm not even where I'm supposed to be and where I feel like I need to be. So having a kid really doesn't even make sense right now. And if I have I have the choice to say that and the choice to do it, I'm gonna do what I feel like is right until the time is right. So. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm definitely on the wave now where like 
if I wouldn't want to have a baby with you, nigga, you you can't even have sex with me. Like I'm not gonna lie, like the the cost to access me is high at this point, like a little too high. And I am in my divine feminine nature, like so I'd be a little too psychic. So like it's gonna take like a certain man. It takes a certain man for me to even like I have to like already see something in you, right? Like because. That's what I want women to know, especially young girls. Like, it's okay to wait. Like, you don't have to rush into having sex with somebody. Like, it's okay to take your time, get to know somebody. Because with me, like, being in an eight-year-long relationship, like, I can tell you, Lionel and I, like, we're still really, I don't want to say we're still just, like, getting to know each other, but for real, like it, it takes a long time to really get to know someone. So there's no need to like really rush into anything, yeah. especially as serious as having sex because the consequences are high. So, okay. Cause I used to risk it. I used to risk it, but now I'm just like, there's perspective to have too. Cause you're saying, you know, after eight years, y'all are still learning one another. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, that's that's I feel like at this point too, like that's low key a lifetime of education that you have with the person, you know, because as we grow, as we become who we're meant to become, and you know, we we learn things about ourselves, and it, it I don't know, I, I I can't imagine that we ever stop growing or learning. So it's like that's y'all may never stop learning about each other, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like okay, now we're we're you know in these different stages of our lives, and this has happened to me, and this is what I've accomplished, and you know, all different things. So it's like we we continuously grow. And, you know, especially with you guys, you know, with the type of people that you are, like, you're so open and like, you know, open to that growth. So it's so it's like there will never be a closed door in that. So it's like you're always learning somebody. You have to be ready to like, honestly, keep dealing with this person and keep being with this person, working with this person. And that's what I'm learning in my own relationship. And um, to talk about the, you know, the moving differently, even in relationship, it's like just being more cautious, more careful, and, you know, making sure that these are the things that we want, because, you know, even um, though we're somewhat more of like a new relationship, you know, it's like, I'm already seeing the level of effort that is going to, that it takes to make a true partnership work when you really are with that one person you know what i'm saying so it's like if you aren't willing to put in the work which a lot of people aren't they think they mm-hmm. are and i can say too like i thought differently you know what i'm saying and it's like now i feel like i'm i'm with the person that is worth the effort and is worth that time and that that work you know what i'm saying it's like and i just thought differently about partnerships and what they were but now that i'm i'm in that moment where it's like you know this is a person i do want to spend you know as long as I possibly can with like, damn, like it's so much more than, it's so much more complex than, you know, people yeah. may think. And I and that really happens more, like, I once you get in that frequency of, we talk about that divine healing, right? Yes. Getting like into learn. our oneself. So you yes. start, you know, that's what we talk about. I'll even run it back real quick. I've definitely had my fun. Um, I had my fun. <laughs> When I we're gonna run it back to the sex real quick. Uh yeah. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Do you safely? I feel mm-hmm. like it can be a great thing, a fun thing when you are ready to be with a person, go for it. 
Um, I'm not single, so let's go ahead and get that understood. Um, so we talk about getting one with self. It's definitely like the past couple of years that I've been like, okay, I'm ready to settle down because I've just, I've just been having my fun. I've been in our relationship, learning different things, different people. And I'm like, now I'm like, yeah. So the past couple of years, yeah. Next thing you know, bam. I'm like, there, there he is. Hey. And it's, <laughs> it's there. Just like you were saying, Mo, like, I'm like, yeah, because now I am no more of myself. I hadn't healed enough of myself to know what I am wanting and needing in a person. When we, you know, talk about honesty and communication. And again, we talk about that growth. You have to be with somebody that wants to grow. You can't be with somebody that's fixed and you can see right away they're not putting in the effort. They're not showing you, hey, this is what I want to do. They're playing. Right. Well, that means they don't, they're not on the same level. So that means are you on that level? Because you, you're talking to this person. You're interested. You want to play this game. So you must not be ready either. But we know now. Like, that's why I love what she was saying. Like, I need to know who you are. Like, I don't want to have no kids. Yeah. Like, you don't bring a child into this life on purpose to be spiteful, to just be out here doing shit for no reason. This is something that you tie your whole life into. Then you bring in two other families into it and so many other things into this child's life. It's not something to play with. And again, we talk about that responsibility, responsibility as a mother, as a father, as a human being, no matter what you was out here doing, you know, and we all need to heal, especially as black people, like black men to black women, we need to heal. Like, we have so much more to us, so much more to our children. When we look at our children, the things that they are capable of. And I can say that's why I feel like we have been doing good because our kids, we look at our kids and it's like, you are so much better than I was. Like you don't have, or haven't seen the things that I have seen. So I, I feel like all that just comes with learning that about yourself and stepping into that divine femininity. Can I say one more thing on this topic before we, jump. I feel like we're going to jump soon. But um, one more thing, um, taking out the equation of kids and, you know, the dangers of dangers of sex, you know what I'm saying? Like also taking into account just how much lust makes us dumb sometimes and makes us not realize certain things about ourselves or like the situation we might be in. When it comes to practicing, you know, being a little bit more cautious and careful with certain things, um, I, I I don't always like to just make it all about the exterior things. Make it about you too, about what you deserve and what you know what what are the type of energies that you want around you and within you because that is so real. Like you're dealing with somebody that's toxic, and yeah, the sex may be great, and you're wondering why you're like maybe feeling some type of way about this situation or I act a little crazy here and things like that. But it's like, because you're, you're dealing with the person and letting them, you know, be in, within you. Like, so it's like, yeah, yes, you're, you do. I am a thorough, like, I definitely believe that, you know, you exchange those energies, whether you're protected or not, you know what I'm saying? Like sex is such an intimate act. And I can say for myself that like, and this doesn't have to be the truth for everybody, but in times where personally for me, I didn't, I didn't consider sex as sacred as I do at this point in my life. Like I had a lot of years where I was, and I look back and of course hindsight's 2020, but I look back and I'm like, I was so lost. I was so lost myself, like who I was, what I wanted, you know, who, who truly am I and what do I really want? You know what I'm saying? I was so lost in those moments that it's like, if I would have just probably 
been a little bit more to myself, been more like, you know, caring about that type of thing, then I probably would have grown mentally and spiritually a lot sooner. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we definitely allow a lot of energies into our lives and, you know, into ourselves that it's like, you have to be careful with that too. You know, definitely, like I said, I mean, if you're the type of person that is, it's fun and things like that, again, just stay safe out there. But for those that may have been in the same position, you know what I'm saying? Like, as I was at that time, like, I understand you because I was absolutely lost at one point. I can tell you that being within yourself, like period is always going to be the better option. Um, and you'll, you'll make better decisions and better, you know, you'll attract like things of the things that you want in your life. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's a thing of beauty. So definitely know your worth and surround yourself with those people that you want your future to be. And if you don't, you don't have a clear picture of that, don't go around, don't go around trying to find it through intimacy like that. You can find that shit within you. And I promise you can, like, I know it's fun and it's like, you know, I just, I just got to, you know, get this real quick. Like, baby, they make toys for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes that post right. net clarity is what you need. Okay? Like, there's nothing wrong. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> ain't nothing like, really ain't nothing like canceling the sex on not even, you know, just really on a real spiritual level. Yes. Oh like, I'm putting your own comments on the screen. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Tamara. Tamara was going to say something. <laughs> I was just uh, piggybacking off of what you said, like with the whole lust thing, that can be so real because the flesh, right? But I feel like that speaks to the importance of like being in tune with yourself and being mm -hmm. aware of your femininity because it's almost like a form of protection. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When yeah. you do speak of the lust, like, you know, uh, I'm not trying to get too spiritual, but like that's dealing with like the root and sacral chakras, right? The most lowest chakra levels is what that what that ties into. But when you are the rest of your chakras are balanced, your your third eye is here, your crown is open, so you're able to have wisdom, you're able to use discernment. Like, so it's not just like I need to get this nut. I don't care who I get it from. Like, I don't care what I got to do to get it. Like, you can move out of that nature. Like, yes, sex mm -hmm. is a beautiful thing. And that is an act that, like, you know, that, that shit lit. <laughs> no, and I'm, like, learning that this year. I think it's more lit with a person who actually. Growth. It's called growth. You got to find those type of things out. Because just like you were saying earlier, we grew up and it was, like, that was what it was to do. You know, so when you get to the point where you realize, like, okay, actually, it's more sacred. Let me. But you got to learn. You got to learn those things. Like, some people learn early. Some people don't. Nah, that's me. That some people don't. You know what I'm saying? Have a whole face. Um, but I guess if that's what you need to do, um, like. But I don't know. Maybe we should examine why women even be going through these phases. Like, yeah. yes, it, especially just like, man, practice safe sex. Like, if you're on your whole phase, you know, be on birth control. Even though that's just toxic for your womb, but you're on some toxic wounds. Yeah. Anyway, you obviously don't give a <laughs> right. Right. Like, go ahead and pop that pill, girl. Get that little insert. Some shit. Okay. Shoot like, and wrap it up. I mean. That's Pregnancies, true. STDs, all that. We don't want to do any of that. Cut it out. No facts. 
But I mean, in the way that shit going, that shit don't. Okay, right. Yeah, we're losing so much time. I have so much <laughs> I wanted to get to. We're almost at two hours already. Okay, so Roy, if you could play this video, and I want to, I want to switch into stuff. So we talked about this last week. We talked about this last week too, but um, yeah. So I'm gonna bring it back just so y'all can all see. And let's talk. <laughs> deadbeat. Because I tell them you calling me a deadbeat. Because I tell them I was being irresponsible, yet not wearing protection. But I always tell uh, these women that I got pregnant that I do not want to be a father to these children. And I offer to pay for the abortion. Majority of times they'll either take the abortion or they'll take a plan B. But only these seven have kept these children. But the crazy thing about it is they want me to be responsible for some children I told them I did not want. So for some years now, some of them been trying to get in contact with me, access denied. Cause I, I don't really know why you are trying to get in contact with me. I didn't told you I did not want them kids. So don't expect me to be responsible financially, emotional, spiritually, mentally, or physically with some kids I do not want. And I don't give a fuck what nobody think about it. You're not going to force children up on me. Yeah, we both made the decision to lay down and have intercourse. We both was irresponsible about the decisions we made that night. Yeah, I could have pulled out, but I didn't. And I ain't care to pull out because I'm not the one that's going to have to carry a baby for nine months. It's the woman. In my opinion, women should be more careful on who they sleep with because you're going to be like, one of my baby mamas trying to find me so I can financially support a kid I didn't told her or them I did not want. Another thing is, these just jump off. These are the type of women that I ain't even had to do nothing for. The bad minimum, but they gave me access to their body and they think I want to be a, a father to a child one of them like i don't even have no type of love for these women how do they expect me to love these children before y'all say oh he irresponsible he'll deadbeat he don't take accountability yeah i do i just don't give a fuck you ain't gonna force these children on me when i told you i ain't want them yeah i can offer to a pay for abortion but at what point can i force a woman to go get an abortion i cannot a woman say my body my choice but I, you calling me a dead. Okay, now I want to get y'all opinions on this video. I know me and Tiara and Tamira, we seen this video and we talked about it uh, some last week. But Deontay Mo and Jordan, y'all give me y'all thoughts. But, um, you know, I gotta ask the question that he asked: like, should women be more careful with who they are sleeping with? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's crazy to me though. <laughs> okay, like, no, it's crazy. It's I get it, but it's like, damn, he really just said that he don't give a fuck. And like I, again, I mean, now I'm not saying I, I definitely agree with him taking responsibility for the fact that you just laying down with this man. You know what I'm saying? But also on his account. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, you're literally trying to fight and explain your situation. And you are obviously a little stressed out about the topic yourself. So, 
you should have been responsible on the same account. You know what I'm saying? Like, take some accountability. Don't come to the internet crying to us because you got these women down your neck. That's not our problem. That's your problem because you yeah. just have to go with that woman. So what the fuck do we care about it? Personally, that's me. <laughs> um, but second of all, yes, definitely he did have a point when it came to women. If Especially if a man is sitting here telling you, you know what I'm saying, well, I will do this and a third. Like, I'm sorry, but paying for an abortion is not always the fucking answer. And if women are sitting there you know, accepting that as an as an as an answer, like abortion itself is traumatic. You know what I'm saying? Like that can be a trauma, traumatic experience for a woman. You know what I'm saying? So like, you have to think thoroughly about these things, like the type of situations that you can really get yourself in. It's like, damn, yeah, okay, this nigga don't give a fuck, whatever. You know, he takes accountability, but bro, you're not really taking that accountability because you're sitting here telling us about it and how it's bothering you and how you don't want to hear it from these women, but. You know exactly what the fuck it would be if one of those women decided to change to change her mind and be like, no, I'm gonna keep this baby anyway. You should have been smart enough to know that that's the that's the outcome, probably about ninety percent of the time anyway. So there is have to hear about it. Why are you trying to explain yourself to us? I feel like he's got some something in himself that he's not you know agreeing upon because you have you felt the need to come and tell the internet and explain yourself like that. Like this is the thing I be talking about. Like. But at the end of the day, we're here to talk about women, of course. But, you know, yes, be very careful because it's a, I'm sure it's a number of niggas out here like him. Like, they everywhere, okay? And it's like, yeah, you need to just be careful about what you're doing. And if a man tells you the type of man that he is, you need to listen. I don't no, think they, they probably just thought, like, oh, he's not for real. He'll <laughs> he'll change his mind. No, that's what I'm saying, girl, you need to listen. When a man tell you he ain't shit. No, and so that's part of the women's issue. Yeah, because that's part like, of the women's issue. Oh, so we gotta stop thinking that we can change a man. Yeah, too. Like, thank you. I was just about to say that, girl. I was and I'm learning. I'm learning at the heart. I'm learning that today. <laughs> I'm be the one that you know, I'm gonna be the one that's no, you're not. Stop it. And stop trying to prove something to this man. Like, what the fuck does he, what do you need to prove to him? What is he doing for you? Like, that's the, that'd be the shit that'd be driving me crazy. Cause I'm like, what do you, why do you feel the need to prove something to this man that you can change him and make him the man that you want him to be? Why do you feel the need to prove that to him? Because they're traumatized. You got to remember and go run it all the way back. No, you but have, you have to have a good example growing up. You have to have an example yeah, at the end of the day. Everybody not everybody got a good example, and that's just that's shit what it is. Because I done definitely had to bump my head a few times, and it's just what it is. Like, it's just all about whether you're going to change, whether you're going to grow. Yeah and take in those lessons sometimes it's harder for other people we talk about going to therapy getting real spiritual healing is how you get away from being in toxic relationships that you even have to prove anything to anyone let alone somebody who's giving you what they're supposed to as a human being you know so you grow up thinking you got to prove yourself or you grow up not having an example you're going to do things like that this is why i'm here to let y'all know this is why i'm getting worked up about it because I personally have had my own experiences that have led me to this point. You know what I'm saying? I didn't been dropped and left and all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so just listen to me when I say, you know what I'm saying? Like for those out there that maybe feel like they just have to prove something to maybe you don't have to prove nothing to that man, especially a man that has blatantly told you he don't give a fuck about you. And I speak from experience that it's just like, you are worth so much more. Y'all have so much more power than you think. Like, 
tune into that. You know what I'm saying? Like really tune into that shit because I can tell you these type of men, I'm sure they come a diamond dozen. You know what I'm saying? Like they are out here ready to just not give a fuck. Like, and (laughs) at the end of the day, women are still fucking with them. Exactly. Exactly. Because women aren't aware of their worth. They aren't in their power. They don't even love themselves. So I don't even think that absolutely perceive it. And so that's why, like, I do want to have this conversation and talk about being the divine feminine. Because Deontay, you've said, like, you know, that we have to learn, like, and we got to hurt, learn the hard way. But honestly, Mm -hmm. we were the last. We don't have to learn the hard way. And that's why the generation earlier is learning earlier. We definitely don't have to learn the hard way. Like getting into your healing as early as possible. Like for everybody, like she was saying, that's out there listening. You get that message. That's a beautiful thing. Because not everybody hears that message or some people hear that message at a different time. Like, of course, don't keep bumping your head. Why would you ever? You know, if somebody introduced you to something that you can know, bring you closer to you, get closer to you. You know, that's why we're here having this conversation. Like you said, yeah, like, don't do that. Like, if you don't have to do that, don't do that. If you know, if you out here and you was like, you know, I thought about going to therapy, but maybe not. Now you're here to say, yeah, go to therapy. Go get within yourself. If you thought about getting abstinent, not having sex, you know, you've been doing that. You want to try something up? Do that. That's the right thing to do. Social media make you feel like you need to be doing that, that, and a third. When you need to, like you said, get within yourself. Like, that's where that healing and growth comes from. Like, somebody got to give it to you. Somebody got to show you. You got to experience that in a certain type of way. Yep. Take this show as if nobody else going to tell you, let us tell you for real, because there's <laughs> a panel of very strong women on this panel tonight. And like people have a lot of different experiences of their own. And that's why I get so passionate about that. Because like I said, I have been through a lot of bullshit, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to relationships and things like that. And it's just like, let, let us help you to at least start that journey or that path with, a, a better way because I can tell y'all right now that shit that that man was talking about ain't no reason that <laughs> y'all should have given him that much power to even get y'all to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like you're worth so much more than that. You are yeah. you are so much more powerful than that. You are so much more powerful than these these situations. You know what I'm saying? It's like yes, it's gonna take a, it's gonna take some time. Okay, it takes time to really tap into certain things, but as long as you Get put the effort there. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get there. Exactly. Because a man like that is not even worth you. Like he's not worth you opening up your legs. He's not worth your time. Mm-hmm. He doesn't value you the way that you should be valued. And he's making that clear. Mm-hmm. So that means no, making it so clear. And you know, uh you do have to sometimes go through those experiences so you can fucking learn. Cause I could say for myself, I know there was a time I was definitely fucking with men that I shouldn't have been like at that time (laughs) God, I was on birth control because I would have been sick as fuck had I been pregnant by some of the niggas that I sick. Okay. What I got a nine-year-old sick. We're not playing those games. (laughs) Oh my God. So like, yeah, but as we are stepping into our divine feminine power and we like, as we become mothers, I feel like we can use that creatrix power to shift, to shift yeah, the system. Yeah. Paradigms are shifting anyway. There's so much change happening 
And as we come back into our divinity, as we get a little bit more intentional in choosing our partners that we decide to share our body with, so like we're making sure that the man at least likes you and respects you. If like yes. at least if that's the bare minimum, make sure that man likes you and respects you. And least. you gotta know what that means for somebody to mm -hmm. like you and respect you. No, you don't know that until you like and respect yourself. Yeah, yeah. see that. Period. That's oh my gosh, you said that so well. Like, yes, <laughs> that's exactly the back up that we needed on that because yes. It's like, you know how they say like, oh, that saying like practice makes perfect. They're like, actually, perfect practice makes perfect. And it's like, yeah, you got to specify that shit. You got to make sure that you really understand the difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yes. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, reaching out and needing help. Like, it's okay to need help. That's another thing I want to say. Like, there are so many people out there, and I, I can even attest to that, too, that it's like I felt like, you know, I'm the only type of person that's going through these things. You know what I'm saying? I'm going through you know, this and the third, and it's like, no, you are not alone. Trust me. Yes. Like, there's so much yes. out there that you receive support from, whether it's people, whether it's resources that you find. Like, just, you have to look, and you have to kind of reach out sometimes. It can be scary, but, like, you will be surprised whenever you put yourself a little bit out there, like, the type of shit that you can attract and the type of stuff that you can find to help yourself. So, definitely, Look for those like you, you know what I'm saying, that might, you know, need that guidance as well. People that can give that guidance because we only got one life. Know that you deserve that guidance. You deserve it no matter what you done, did. Yes. And anytime you can step into your journey, like, that's another thing I feel like when we talk about fear of self, fear of becoming greater, fear of becoming more, fear of feeling like we deserve those things in our lives. You deserve it all. Like, go get it. You deserve it all. No facts. And so I think it was just so interesting that, like, <laughs> this dude with seven baby mamas, like, had to be out here like, I think y'all should be being more careful who you have sex with. And I think on the other video, he talks about, like, you know, why why should I be respecting a woman more than I'm respecting, more than she's respecting herself? And then Blueface talking about, you know, uh, women not valuing themselves. So it's like the most ancient bottom of the barrel yes. are having to convey these messages because y'all bitches keep fucking him and letting him fuck raw, letting him nut in you. And, and so like getting mad about it. Like at the end of the day, like if that nigga don't stay with you, then that's just what the fuck happens. And like you're just gonna have to take that to the chest. Like you can that's take it. it. You just gonna have to take care of your business. Yeah, like there is a accountability and responsibility that we have as women. Period. And that's actually one of the things I wanted to uh, ask y'all. Do y'all think that women have more responsibility when it comes to um, having a child? Because I think both of these guys like said like, "Hey, you're you're gonna be the one carrying a child for nine months." Like. You're going to be the one with the baby yes. and I'm not. And even though, of course, yeah. like it takes two people to have a baby, it takes two to tangle to create this life. But do you think the mothers have more responsibility? Yeah. I think we do only be, mainly because we are the creators. So it is up to us if, you know, whatever path or direction that we, you know, go down for ourselves, we are the creators. Yeah. We really are more a little bit more responsible than yeah. Men. So I've always heard the saying like as above, so below. 
And so I feel like it even starts like literally whenever a woman gets pregnant, like you're the one who is going to have to watch what you eat, watch mm -hmm. what you, you know, everything that you intake in your body, watch your rest levels, like everything that comes with pregnancy, all of that is on the woman. And so I just, I feel like that, that sets the tone, like that speaks to, to what it is. We definitely carry more responsibility. Even whenever the child is born, like typically the mothers are the ones that are nurturing, like in traditional roles, like the father, they go out, they get the bread, they leave the house, come back, and women are the ones that are responsible for making sure that the child is, you know, basically raised up well. Yeah. And I think on, I agree with that because I think women definitely have a bigger responsibility. But sadly, the way yeah. things are set up, it's like, yes, even, you know, after the fact of you carrying that baby, like that baby's going to be mainly with you and expected to be mainly with you and being cared for by you. Like it was a conversation I had with my sister some years ago, you know, and I remember her telling me, you know, when it, we were talking about kids and she just told me like, you know, if you think you're ready to have a baby, like just think about the fact that you are going to be the one with this baby. Like you are going to be the one, no matter what he decides to do, that man that you with, no matter what, like you are going to be the one left with this child you know what i'm saying like so i definitely agree with that i feel like women definitely have a lot more responsibility when it comes to it even from you know the the conception to taking care of yourself to out you know whenever the baby's outside of your body and i think that like i was gonna say as far as these men like blue face and this man in this video like uh, it really pains me that they sit and low-key weaponize the fact that women have that responsibility, you know, on themselves. They're, like, turning that against these women as an excuse, in a way, to not be shit. Like, I can be shit because that's not my responsibility. And that's a sad truth. And that's why mm -hmm. I think it's so important to realize these things and really understand that, you know, men, and, of course, we talk about not all men, but especially men like that, that just don't truly don't give a fuck about you, that child, none of that shit. Like I really want these type of men to like be gone from existence in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like to, to where they're it, poor, it definitely to where sucks, they're but we got to remember like most people who do stuff like that, regret that they get older and they be like, why don't my kids talk to me? Why don't my kids deal with me? They will like so they can say what they want to, but most most people get to an age and they're like, "Man, my kids don't fuck with me." You think and that's just then then now you have to live with that for the rest of your life, yeah. you know? So they the men can act like that. They can say what they want to say right now, but that life that's a part of you. That's a part of you. Yes, women have more responsibility. And again, shout out to women. Happy Women's Month because we're gonna take care of the bi. That's it. And that's on all star baby daddies out there who don't want to do anything. You don't have to. That's fine. And if a woman don't want to take care of her child, hey, that sucks. But that's a choice that she makes as well. Because at the end of the day, once that child gets here, if they don't want to do that, that's fine. I'm definitely taking care of mine. My child, baby mama and all, is the best thing that ever happened to me. You know, I'm a proud mother. Stand on all that. You know, but definitely don't go in here blindly. You know, like this is not something to be played with. I tell my sister that all the time. Like, like, yeah, you want to talk about kids? That's fun. They're cute, but they ain't to play with. You bring a child into this world, you have a responsibility, you have a duty. You know, 
that man is going to get his. And I strongly believe that that's just what it is. But now mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you take a look in the mirror, just your choice. What you going to do? You take that shot or not? You're going to do this or not? Because yes. you did this. You got to have, you're going to have to stand on that. You know, I feel like it's projection. Like we know for sure later on in life, they probably are going to have some regrets. But if you ask me, and it's just my opinion, but I feel like it's still like something underneath the surface that's like not okay. Yeah. Like maybe it's subconscious, but I honestly think whenever they take that perspective, it's really just projection. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely trauma because these men have been traumatized. But like yes. when we're speaking about our, our sacred power as the divine feminine, and you know, women want to be taking these roads of hating men, at the end of the day, every man was created and raised by a woman. So at the end of the day, we got to look at how we need to be held accountable. We're talking about we run this shit. We're talking about all the power we have. But when women do fuck around and have a baby by the wrong nigga and they don't have that love and support of a partner, that shit isn't always the best environment for a child to come up in like. Yeah. I'm a single mother now, but I was blessed to like be in love and in a relationship when I could see my child, have my child and for the first couple of years. And like, you know, I couldn't imagine having to do that on my own. Like shout out to the single mothers who like nigga handled that shit all on their own. But that's a very like tough time to have to go through, like to not have the person you created a child with. Like, I know that's like, a hard thing to have to go through and like a lot of trauma starts there a lot of hurt starts there and not not always able to transmute that shit and like that's why i think about the cycles like so many cycles and tiara you were talking about wanting to break generational curses like and that's something that a lot of us or at least i know i had to do that for my line like i feel like i definitely stopped the cycle when it comes to my son like praise god like he, oh, he's yeah. In a whole nother, in a whole nother way that I would, he's blessed behind, but already, already above what beyond I, measures. Seven years yeah. old, when I was seven years old, I was dealing with so much bullshit already. It was already yes. so much shit on my head, right? <laughs> but that like comes, that comes with like you know karma, and I'm actually one of the people that believe that. Um, Babies, we definitely do choose to come here, even when a baby comes and they know exactly the parents that they are picking. So at the yes. end of the day, that that just drives them to to succeed in their life purpose for them to grow as a soul. That's how that shit goes. So like karma will get the father. But I just want us to step into our power, like as women, like you know that we can actually shift all this shit right now. We can actually like start working for the betterment right now. Like I know I've done that for my son. Like, okay, so this is a new thing. Like, and I don't have uh past things to look on and figure out how to navigate this shit. Like it's literally me and my divine, like, like pulling me through this. Like, ain't no other shit. So it's like you have to step up. We gotta step up and realize with great power comes great responsibility. We're able to create this life. And so we need to make sure that we're making it better. Like, and I know we've all heard that pussy runs the world. So I bet you if we as a collective start to make better decisions and shift, that men will they'll follow along. Like they'll they'll get the picture. Exactly. And that's what mm -hmm. I want to like paint is that we are in control. We have been allowing niggas to treat us like shit. 
we have been allowing men to come into our sacred space with with just a text. He DMs you to pull up, and you pull up, and you let this nigga fuck. Yeah. Like he don't know your middle name, your last name. He ain't never bought you no dinner. He ain't ne- like. Yeah. Mm. This is what we have been allowing. And it's okay mm. because we weren't aware of our power. We weren't in our power at that time. And that's something we'll have to forget too as we are going through our healing and we're looking back at the times like, damn, I I, I undervalued myself. You know, I didn't see the worth in myself. But yes. we can always change and be like, okay, recognize my worth. Mm-hmm. Like, hold on. I am worthy of love. I am am, like worthy of joy and happiness. Like I can feel fulfillment in a relationship. I can feel fulfillment just by myself. Like we, we have to definitely get in control. And I feel like we definitely can't, Tamara, like you said, we can get these niggas into shape. I think we definitely can get these niggas into shape. Like, especially because pussy do run the world. And it's because we have to look and it's going to start with that inner work now. Listen, I'm just going to quote this song because I'm about two and a half of these bitches in. And I just <laughs> wanted to talk about this uh, song because I absolutely love part of the lyrics. Um, so I will rerun I'm That Girl by Beyonce I don't know how many times in a row. Okay. And there's a part of the song where she's like, you know, it's not my man. It's not my stance. It's not this and the third. I'm that girl. You know what I'm saying? I am that girl. It's not the things around me. And what was she saying too? Like, um, in the morning, I shine right through the blinds. Like, it's um, and anything next to me gets lit up too. Like, under she's speaking of that like womanly power, and like that's why I run that bitch back over and over and over and over again. Because I'm like, yes, like that sunshine that comes and lights up the room and it's coming through the blinds. And yes, understand that. You know what I'm saying? And embody that. And just really like. Oh, guys, I, I really hope some people are, like, ready to start their journeys tonight, you know what I'm saying, so that Divine Feminine yes. to continue my own experiences, my own path, you know, tonight, because this has really encouraged a lot of that, you know, great feminine energy, and I'm really glad that we, that Naomi picked this topic tonight, you know, because this is something that I'm like, yes, the women need to hear it, the girls need to hear it, you know what I'm saying, like. No, we yes. need to get ourselves in line. We need to get ourselves in line, especially if we are running the world, like we said, because then we we have a role in running this shit into the ground. Because this shit has not been going as well <laughs> as it as it should have been. We have not been in our power, like so definitely. Like, and some people are probably like, "Damn, but how do I start fucking loving myself? How do I find my worth?" And it's like, you have to start your self love practice, like. Because we can look so outwardly for love sometimes. like And like we've been saying it, that shit is inside of you. You have yes. to go inside. Like, okay, if you know that you want to be loved and you deserve love, but if, if you cannot, like that shit's not coming from the outside, like start with loving yourself. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want a lover to give to you? And how can you give yourself these own things? So there's like little things that you can start doing to like, Practice self-love. So what are some like self-love and self-care things y'all do? I know like one of my favorite things to do for myself now is like literally just to buy myself flowers. Like even fresh flowers in the house. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I started meditating, but I, I found this girl on I just went on YouTube and I'm like, 
<clears throat> I need to just find, you know, like a not a quick meditation, but, you know, do do that today because I wrote in my journal that I really need to do that. So I just did it. And the questions and the things that um, the lady was saying during the meditation, well, you know, you just deep into your thoughts and feelings. And I was literally crying. I'm like, damn, girl, <laughs> you look messed up inside, but we're gonna we gonna figure this out. <laughs> we're gonna yes. get it right. And that's you know, right. Like, right. This is a nice lot. release. You gonna get that's, 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 that's the beautiful part. part, I think, too, that it's just like whenever you really start to dig deep like that, like it can hurt. You know what I'm saying? It mm. it really can to the point where you mm. mourn over your past self or mm. the past experiences. <laughs> being that you used to be and that's okay do not mm-hmm. fear that because that is where the breakthroughs happen you know what i'm saying and i can definitely yes. from yes. my own experiences like keep going you know what i'm saying like don't fear that in yourself because once you once you overcome that you become even more powerful you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you're able to know you know those weaknesses that you had in the in the past to, to where it's like Damn, these are now my strengths. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand and I'm aware. And it's like, guys, like I, I know the meditation and stuff for me, self-care. I don't know if ever, we're talking about self-care things, but um, <laughs> self-care for me is resting. Like, I don't get I I definitely and that maybe that's my Taurus moon speaking because look, uh Tamara feeling me, you know what I'm saying? But that look, my Pisces moon is like, yeah, my naps, that's what I like, like to do. Like, they, <laughs> recuperation for me is everything i need time to rest so i will make time for it whenever i don't care how much shit i got going on i'm gonna make that time to go ahead and get my my sleep whatever it is or just being able to unwind and shit like that like find that within yourself and there's nothing wrong with looking into you and who you are because that's still you you know what i'm saying you can mm-hmm. you can you can um practice the things that you love and don't feel ashamed of it because our capitalist society want to talk about, well, you are not working hard enough. And <laughs> you, you providing for yourself, you can get it done. There is nothing wrong with resting. Don't, don't sit and think that, oh, I'm lazy, this and third. There's nothing wrong with that shit. Cause this is what we're supposed to be. Yeah. And especially if you're feeling the need to, cause that's probably like your, your intuition, your inner self is like speaking to you. And that's the only way it could ever communicate to you. If you actually really do need to rest. Yeah. And then uh, earlier, both Yumo and Naomi, I recognized like y'all were saying affirmations. So affirmate, like whenever you were quoting Beyonce and stuff, like Nay, you said it another um, time before that. But that's also a really good tool to just like kind of speak stuff into fruition. And like if it's something new for you, like that's okay. Like, but affirmations are a really great way to get started. And then I know for me personally, what I do. Um, like I'm a dancer. Dancing makes me feel good. It makes me feel sexy. Yeah, it's fun. I like to relieve. Yes, <laughs> I like to do that. And what else? Do I do? Yeah, and dancing can get very spiritual too, right? Because you can get in that zone and that that creative zone, like that mm-hmm. energy. So that's yeah. Yeah, dancing is very healing, especially for black women. Yes. Music is healing, period. And I feel like for me, like, I love, and I feel like this is an air sign activity because I love to fucking sing. Like, I literally retweeted something that was like, if I don't sing, I will die. Like, and yeah. yo, it's such a release for me where it's like, it can range from whatever genre I'm listening to. My favorite release music is definitely rock music. Like, if you don't listen to rock music, 
give it a chance, scream and yell with those songs too, because <laughs> it is such a release, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever it is that you like, like definitely find your, your groove and where you, you know, your niche when it comes to those types of things. Like everybody's different, but I definitely believe the affirmations too. I didn't even think about that, but affirmations don't have to be perfectly scripted. It can be some shit that you heard in a song that you keep repeating to yourself. Like, really? Yes, and so you're absolutely right, Tamara. I'm like, now that I think about it, that low-key is affirmation, because I'd be thinking back to that song. I'd be like, yes, like, I am the sunshine that shines that shine through this. Like, period, like. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, affirmations are definitely a part of, like, my daily practice. And when you start getting into self-love, like, the rituals and the practices that you do, like, you know, it builds your discipline, it builds your worth. Like, because I definitely have, I have my affirmations written on my bathroom mirror like anybody who goes into my room like my mom will go in there and you know she'll say it like and they're so simple like and I feel like they're such a great like self-love is I am beautiful I am happy I am magnetic like it's just like simple things you could tell yourself like every day each each day like once I get up out of my bed and even just like having gratitude that could bring you present and make you realize the blessings that you have like ironically the most simple things tend to be the most powerful yes. like it's always be those super simple quotes but then you take a step back and when you're really on your healing journey you're like wow that's some deep shit like and i think a good way to think of affirmations too for maybe those that want to create their own like because I'm, I be, you know, thinking that my affirmations aren't good enough, maybe. But like, you can also, you know, think of the things that, you know, what is it that you might need to hear from a peer or a family member or something that would make you feel good about yourself. Those are the things that you have to take and and give to yourself, and that's what the biggest thing of affirmations I feel like is. It's like you're taking that energy from like what it is that you feel you need, and you're giving it to yourself. You're feeding back into yourself. And that's, again, just like what we've been talking about this whole show, like really getting in tune with self because it's so, so, so important. So mm-hmm. y'all guys, I mean, shit, even even if you feel like you can't set up your own, look, y'all can look up a little TikTok or something. Y'all can look mm-hmm. online. Like It's so It's so A good way to do it, like, too, in a practice is, you know, with the affirmations, is get up and say it. When you wake up, say it. When you wake up or when in the mirror, make it a habit. And... You know, I love that I'm talking about affirmations because I had a, a, a stand where I had did something with like three months and I would wake up on bad days and I just hear I am grateful. And I'm like, OK, you know, and it really does change your life. It just yeah. could be any just the most important thing to use just as simple as something like I, I am loved or I say this with my daughter. We both say uh, I love myself unconditionally. And, you know, her bad days, and she's like, I'm like, those are affirmations we do them regularly. And she and she loves it. She wants, she, we get in the car, and she's like, can I do some? She's making up her own. And, you know, definitely do that with kids, boys and girls, whoever's mm-hmm. listening. Do that with your kids. Um, keep that going. Start early. And also, yeah. also just to make a quick comment on the affirmations thing, too, because I can say, too, whenever you're maybe not where you feel you want to be, it can feel like you're being a little bit delusional. It's okay to feel a little bit delusional because sometimes yes. you gotta just let that delusion ride. You know what I'm saying? It's like a fake it till you make it type of thing. Like, yeah, keep keep pressing that shit into yourself. You might feel a little delusional. Maybe you feel like you got imposter syndrome or something like that. But no, like keep pressing and and you know putting that energy into yourself. 
because mm -hmm. eventually the more you practice it, the more you allow those thoughts into your mind, the more you start to believe them and really embody them. You know what I'm saying? So if you're out there feeling like I'm a fraud, I don't really feel this way. Keep doing it until you do. You know what I'm saying? Because you aren't reaching that level within yourself yet. So I definitely had moments where I feel like you're being delusional, Monique. But now I'm, I can tell you, I believe them things about myself. Like, yeah, you can't tell me shit. Yeah, that's a great yes. point. <laughs> you're literally like changing the neural pathways in your brain so it's gonna take time like it's an actual mm -hmm. shift but yeah. if you would know that that's what's happening just stay the course and eventually mm -hmm. you start to feel different whenever you say them and that's whenever the change happens so. exactly. yes and to even add on to that you know our bodies are 75 percent water and water is able to pick up and hold frequencies so like if you mm -hmm. are to speak into your water, like you are healing, you you are nourishing, like you actually program the water to be just that. That's how powerful our, our speech is, right? And especially once we are in that divine feminine energy, our magic is coming through, our magnetism is coming through. So when you are saying those affirmations to yourself, you are programming the cells in your body to actually be yeah. that. So like another one of my affirmations are, is I am healthy. Like that's something I tell myself every day. Like, and it's something we could take for granted. And that's why yeah. I for that too. Like, and I wake up and I be doing my yoga. That's another way to release, like get into your hips. That's where we be storing trauma, especially as women. Like baby, stretch that shit out. Okay. Like, so it's just yes. so many different things that you can like feed into yourself. Like, whatever you like to do and maybe you don't know like uh, i don't know what i like you know yeah. then explore some shit mm -hmm. try some different things out and you'll like some you won't like others but then you'll know you know how what you need and how to give that to yourself and then once you actually love yourself you love yourself deeply that opens you up to be able to receive love from others and also be able to give love to others like so it's just, I think once you're on like a self-love, self-care journey, like you just put some emphasis on yourself, like everything changes. Like you're able to shift so many things. And uh, Deontay, you were talking about like how your daughter says her affirmations. Like another one of the things of our power I wanted to speak on was that um, as mothers, we are our child's first teacher. We are a child's first teacher. And I think that's another like powerful responsibility we have. Like, and it's best to come at this like journey in motherhood from a healed state so you can actually like set your child up for the best. Cause like my son, for my son, like meditation and yoga and affirmations, like all this like magic and soul talk, this is like regular for him and never in my life. Like never in my life had would I have been exposed to that. And so I feel like even just when you shift yourself, you're able to shift your children. And once you yes. shift your children, this new generation, when they're coming up loving themselves, when they're coming up knowing their worth, they're able to already be in their divinity. Because kids already come here on their divinity, but parents mm -hmm. be fucked up. And we fuck yes. them up. We throw them off. We throw them off their course. We make them lost. You know, so like when we are coming different as parents, we can better prepare our children to be more in a divine state. Like, because it was something I was watching a video, it was saying, like, you know, the past souls that were born like us, 
we had to have heavy karmic lessons. Like we chose our parents on what they couldn't provide for us. So we would be able to evolve as a soul. But now the children being born, like they're choosing their parents on what they can give to them, like how they're going to help them along on their spiritual journey. Because yes. this next generation, they different. Like I know my son, like especially with your daughter, you know, um, Deontay and my Deontay's daughter and my son are friends. And that's actually how we became uh, so connected, even though we're both from San Antonio. Yes. So that's really how we ended up making the connection. I feel like. And also, I want to say it's Samira, Jordan, and Deontay. All y'all babies are Virgo moons. And I'm a Virgo moon, too. So it's so What? Like, no, I feel like all the babies around me be having a Virgo moon. And like, that's wild. Like, they're all my little god babies. Even though that's my god I love it. <laughs> wow. No, so, like, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. our kids are definitely um, that Pluto and Capricorn generation. Because Capricorn is the feminine sign. That's like the mother's son. Well, that's the father's son. Cancer is the, the uh, mother's son opposites. It's like, they're like, okay, what can you do for me? How can you provide for me? How can I learn from you? Are you going to try to tell me what to do? Or, you know, if we're going to argue, are you going to listen to me? Because that's a big thing. Listen to your kids because they're going to tell you about yourself. <laughs> if you have a child out here in this world, they're definitely going to tell you about yourself and you need to let them, you know? And I feel like that's our responsibility as mothers as well. No. I feel like my child is definitely teaching me that. <laughs> no, like our children have so much to teach us as much as we have to teach them. Like, and I honestly think like our the relationship we have with our children is like the most important of the soul connections that we have here. Like it's something that really is supposed to endure for a lifetime, right? If you're actually there for your children, this is like a life till death relationship that you're supposed to have. Yes. So it's like, like, I just be thinking about it, and I was a psychology major. So, honestly, like, raising a child was, like, the most, or, you know, I'm still raising a child, but it's just, like, the most, like, wow, you could really, like, understand human nature in a whole other way. It's just crazy yes. like, to grow a person, like, and to, like, <laughs> be tied to this person. And, like, it's just something different. Because even when my son's getting on my nerves, it's like, damn, he at home. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't even get away from this person that's old oh, like this, you know. So, yeah, like we are our our children's first teachers, and I think that's a responsibility that we need to we need to realize. Like, okay, we are shaping the next generation and generations to come based on how well you or not as well you do as a parent, mm -hmm. you know. And we definitely have to step into that i'm like and it's getting so late i can't believe it <laughs> we're almost two and a half hours in guys i know i knew it was gonna be so oh but i do want to add um i'm sorry to be jumping from the kids no, go ahead. but um as women i did even naomi telling me that shit i need to surrender we need to start surrendering stop trying to control things in our life that we cannot control Go that's with the flow. Feminine. That's part of our it's feminine energy, hard, yes. But yes. it's it's really, really needed. And the day that I surrendered, I was like bawling. I'm like, girl, what the? Okay, you can't keep trying to control this because nothing is happening. Like you keep going down and, you know, going in a downward, downward spiral, trying to control something that you just need to let go and just let it flow. 
Because going through that, you learn that you really can't even control what you're trying to control most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to learn that the hard way. That was a big lesson for me. It's just learning to kind of let go, let situations be what they are going to be. Shoot, let, let go, let God, one way or another. <laughs> show you who they are. And then, honestly, whenever you do surrender in that way, life tends to go a lot smoother because you kind of, you're in a place where you're actually supposed to be instead of trying to force situations. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like, I have so much other things I want to talk to. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna skip to the bottom of my notes and I want to talk about <laughs> the divine feminine principle of Mayat, which is like a comedic ancient Egyptian principle of balance, right? Like, and I feel like in this world you know, in society, let me just speak on America, like things are just so out of balance. We're in this hardcore patriarchal society, which isn't conducive for our mental health. It's not good for our physical health. Like it's not good for our spiritual health. It's not even good for the planet. Like, so I feel like things have just been so out of balance and I've been feeling this. And like, I always just be talking about the earth. I feel so connected um, to the earth. And I'm just like, the way things have been going, it's just not right. And like, I really just be, I, I, I'm ready to switch shit up. Like I'm ready to work with Mama Earth. I've been getting the messages. Like, you know, I'd be in the garden talking to my plants and I feel like it's our divine feminine duty to start getting this shit in balance. So, but first we got to start with ourselves. So like get ourselves in line. And I also want to say like, it's time to heal the Black family. So I want to ask the Divine Feminine, like, are y'all ready to bury the hatchet with the Black masculine? Like, are we ready to let go of the hurt and the harm and the trauma that we've had to go through with the masculine so we can start anew? Or are we still going to keep hating these niggas and being mad and being scorned and being hurt and holding on to the trauma? Like, or is it time to move to it? something else it's I'm like, like for me I, I don't hate school. nobody so yeah <laughs> I'm like, I don't I hate do. nobody not a man not a woman I have no reason to hate anybody I cannot sit here and live my truth and raise a child and, and put hate on anybody I have conversations with my daughter like about getting revenge you know on kids at school there's no need for that negativity all together like bury the hatchet not for somebody else, but for you, like heal, like who cares? Because as we could talk about all these weak dudes and who suck, there's plenty of good men out there that's willing, ready, healing and doing that same thing. There is no reason to harp on things that did not work. Mm. And no reason to hate, no reason to be mad. Go be with the person that you meant to be with. No, don't hold on to nothing. We definitely need to take it and learn. Like, if you're focused on the fact that there are so many men that ain't shit and stuff like that, then that's what you're going to attract. That's what you're going to constantly notice in life. Or if you focus on the fact that, well, there is, you know, someone out there for me or there are a lot of good men out there. Because there are, then, you know, that'll naturally manifest into your reality. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I definitely um, have to get off especially dealing with the person that I haven't dealt with for so many years, I started to realize that 
you need to start taking accountability for, you know, what you're allowing and stuff. Yeah, you can blame him, but you need to blame yourself because you keep putting yourself in this situation and yes. you know better. You know better. So do better. I always say that you teach, <laughs> you teach people how to treat you by what you and that's been like a thing that's been, have has stood true like through all these years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I may have allowed a lot of different things and I was obviously dealing with the uh, repercussions of that. But just if anybody else ain't going to tell you again, like, y'all, whatever you allow, you're showing someone how to treat you. So don't take and that. If you don't know what you allow, why you allow the things you do allow, go to therapy. Yeah, because you can see her all day and be like, yeah, you know, you allow, but why do you allow these things to go on in your life? Like, why mm -hmm. are we doing this to ourselves? Right. Go get therapy. You got to start there. Like, now you're here, you're aware. Now you're like, okay, but what does that even mean to me? You know, go mm -hmm. find out. Take accountability. Yeah, I definitely learned a little bit with therapy. It, it helped me open up my memory lockbox and start yes. realizing. I mean, I definitely still need it, but now I'm able to uh, look within a lot more, a little bit deeper to see, you know, what what is really the problem? Like therapy definitely helped, but it also opened me up with, you know, how to figure out what's really the truth reason why you keep dealing with the things that you keep dealing with because I know that it's ridiculous and I say it out loud this is ridiculous yes. so you need to figure out what the issue is and drop it leave it where it's at leave it in Pisces season and keep on moving okay because yes. <laughs> I ain't got time for it now for real and there's you? different type of therapies like even you know I love Nate you be doing your sound bowls you know, those type of things are so releasing. Like, you'll just be sitting there meditating, and something will just come up like, oh, this is why I do this and that. This is why I feel like this when this happens, and you're starting to pay attention to what triggers you and what you're falling victim to just by doing the yoga and everything, the affirmation that we talked about. Like, it just, it's, it's definitely a healing yourself thing. Like, it definitely comes with all of that. That's a great point, Beyonce. Like, even if you're not ready to be like, let me actually go find a counselor yet, there are different forms of therapy. And even if you just want to start with something as simple as, like, before you go to bed, like, close your eyes and just take some deep breaths, meditate, calm your mind just for a couple minutes or whatever, like, that's a start. And shout out to Torian for giving me this book. It's a five-minute journal. Um, during the day, I write... Um, what am I thankful for? First thing I do before I even get out of bed is write in that journal. What am I thankful for? Um, what would make me happy today? And um, what is it, you know, an affirmation for myself? And then at night, I write um, what is like the, like the good things that happened today. And then what did you learn? And I think that is definitely helping me a lot with realizing, and especially going back, like, yeah, you probably wasn't having a good day or when you woke up, it wasn't good, but just still try to figure out something that'll make you happy and just make you get through the freaking day. <laughs> yeah, but journaling, that's a good point. Like, I started yeah. really keeping, like, a journal. It, even we want to call that shit a diary. So, mm -hmm. like, 
get all your feelings out on the page. And I think it's good to be able to look back or even like, because, you know, emotions are a thing. We're going to feel types of ways. And I think when you're journaling out, you can pause and kind of reflect, like, I'm feeling mm -hmm. this type of way, like, and why? What is really, like, what am I really upset about? Yes. Like, what am I really upset about? And you could just, like, just be so open, like, to this page that nobody else has to read. Like, mm -hmm. it's just for you. So, like, journaling definitely is such a great release. So, like, okay, since it's time to heal the Black family, I feel like as we step up into our divine femininity, I think we're going to have to be the leaders and go first for sure. I think we're going to have to be the first ones to heal. And I feel like we have to be the first one to forgive the masculine and like forgive ourselves. Because when we just think of like, they probably had mothers who weren't doing their best for them. And so like, I think when you're Absolutely. able to see things from a higher view and realize that hurt people hurt people. And I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, damn. But if hurt people hurt people, I think healed people can heal people. Mm -hmm. So like, no facts. So like, if you are able to transmute that hurt, you know, like get over. It. And I know it could be hard. Like, damn, forget this nigga that did all this shit. Like, yes, because no, holding onto it at some point, holding onto is gonna be more work than like, mm -hmm. you know, like why are you still carrying around this baggage? Like, are you? Still trying to be in this energy like is this what you want to keep going through like that shit it, it's better to just forgive and especially like when we're speaking about divine femininity that divine like that's god and god is forgiveness god offers forgiveness and so that's part of it we have to be able to be like you know what you did what you did you hurt me you know and i felt hurt you know i felt that but i forgive you because i know there was probably something that hurt you and that didn't allow you to be able to care for me the way you did. And I couldn't even care for me the way I wanted to at a point too. So mm, it's like- I forgive myself. <laughs> no, you have to forgive yourself. You have to mm. forgive your other others for not seeing your worth just the same way you did not recognize your worth. And But once you do recognize your worth, and like, that's not to say that forgiveness has to be like, you know, you let anybody do anything for to you and you forgive them. Like, no, must have boundaries. Yeah. If Saturn and Pisces are gonna teach us anything, you must have boundaries. <laughs> like yes, I forgive you, but you can't treat me like that no more. Like I don't allow I don't allow that type of behavior in my energy anymore, but I forgive you. Like and I can move forward from that. And then you could focus on things that are more aligned for you instead of being in that same energy that you have been. I feel like part of awareness and coming into consciousness is paying attention to how you're allowing yourself to feel and like drawing your awareness to the quality of your experience being here, literally. Moment to moment. And know that your feelings will pass. And no, that's always stay the same. They always do. And that's like, <laughs> thank God that they do, right? Like, and yes. <laughs> It'd be so interesting, like, when I be, like, angry, I think that's literally one of the worst things, because it's crazy how irrational that shit can get. Like, oh, you're God. upset, and you're like, in, that, in that fire, like, oh, my, I can't even yeah, believe it. Like, 
that is a lesson that I probably learned like at 27 is that feelings will pass because I will get caught up in my feelings and just be mad that I'm even feeling some type of way and like you just be stuck. Yes. But that's also another thing that I learned with femininity um, is that a big piece of it is calmness. So with knowing that, I'm able to be like, okay, is this how I actually want to be right now? Is this what I want to give off? Is this me? And, you know. <laughs> Look, me and my uh, Aries rising. I'm like, because Mother Nature still fucks some shit up from time to time. So, bitch, still don't try it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessary create balance because yeah. people will push you to that point sometimes. So... I definitely yes. see where you're coming from. I also see the other side of it. Rob Sometimes like, you gotta burn bridges, and that's okay too. <laughs> that's okay. I feel like that's okay. Sometimes the bridges gotta be burned. You can't come over here. You don't understand. Okay, you can't come over here. I think a form of self love as well. That's a form of respect to yourself. You know what I'm saying? That, yes. You know, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be like bad blood about it, but just cutting that shit from the root, like JC used to say. Cutting that shit from the root because, like, yo, like sometimes you have to do that, whether it's a friend significant other family member whatever like you have every right to protect your peace and if you gotta That's you know right. you gotta do that type of shit to protect it then do it you know what i'm saying don't be afraid of that because at the end of the day i feel like you'll always be rewarded within yourself when it comes to you know being able to limit that bullshit in your life because yo people will try it they will bring yes, it they will. and as long as you allow it they're gonna keep bringing it you know what i'm saying we'll so. take your kindness for a weakness <laughs> especially as a woman okay <laughs> yeah don't be afraid to you know uh set that little fire every here and there too because yes like, that's, that's an aspect of femininity still so exactly no, a woman scorned, so. <laughs> no, don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. Okay. <laughs> I don't like, there's so many aspects to it. There's so many aspects to it. Like, you got me fucked up. <laughs> Respect. I mean, yin is the dark energy and it's the feminine energy as well. We're not going to play these games. Right. <laughs> What you what they say? I brought you into this world. I take you out. We're not gonna play these games. <laughs> <laughs> what it is? Yeah, that's definitely what it is. So yeah, I think um, healing ourselves will benefit um, all the people. I also want to do a reading before we close out. We're gonna we're gonna pull oh, three yes. cards. Divine feminine. We're gonna pull three cards for the divine feminine. But this has honestly been like. Such a great conversation. I can't believe it's damn near three hours. I'm see me. I ain't even out here smoking no weed. Naomi was nervous for real. I was, look, you know, I'll start smoking, I'll forget what the fuck. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> I can't be smoking like that tonight because listen, I'm no, but I'm definitely gonna uh roll me up a little some some right after, but yeah, so. Yes, when it comes to this divine feminine, I just want to, like, we have magic. We have power. Like, divine feminine, you are powerful. Divine feminine, you are magical. Divine feminine, you are magnetic. Divine feminine, like, you are love. Divine feminine, none of this shit, like, happens without you. Divine feminine, honor yourself. Like, realize that you are a sacred space. You are sacred, okay? And not everybody can go to sacred places. Okay, and like, yeah, so let's get three cards. 
Let's get three cards before we uh, finish up. Oh, I forgot where it was in the background. <laughs> Look, and I'm going to take these that just popped out. Oh, and we got five cards, and I love that they're all very purpley. Okay, so first card is step out of your comfort zone, North Node energy. And I love that this card came out because it shows that, like, we are aligned with, like, purpose and destiny. So, like, and I said, we want to shift towards this this higher level, right? So I feel like when we're on North Node energy, we're going towards purpose, destiny, fulfillment, what we're actually supposed to be on. And when we are in that divine feminine energy, we can't get to where we're supposed to go. So the energy is gaining momentum. So I feel like this is also just saying like, we are on this journey and we are going in the right direction. So the energy is gaining momentum. We are coming more into our truth, coming more into our power. And we're getting exactly where we want to go. And then we got, it's a win-win a outcome is forecast, full moon, and Libra. So like, however, which way it goes, it's going to work out in our favor, right? Like, and we're creating, we're, we're manifesting, like, everything is going to work out in our highest good. And so don't forget to tell yourself that even when things, because, you know, we don't always know when we're in our human we don't have the full view of things. We don't have the full scope of things. But you can trust that all things are actually going in your favor. And like whichever way it go, you may think it's not going the way you wanted it to, but it's still going to be a win for you. And then we got it's time to release negativity, full moon and Scorpio. Okay, so uh, that negative nigga, them negative practices, those negative beliefs, like it's time for that shit to go. We're going to be in Aries season. That's the energetic new year. It's time for new cycles. It's time for new starts. And for us to have a true new start, we're going to have to release that negativity. It can't go where we're trying to go. We're trying to move into this North Node energy. It's crazy. My North Node's in Scorpio. So like, and you know, Scorpio energy, we're good at transforming some shit. Like, so it could be some negative shit and we could transform it. It's going to be magic. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's stepping into that magical essence of our divine feminine energy and we also got emotions are running high so remember that being connected to your emotions is part of us being in our femininity but emotions don't need to run us emotions don't need to run us like emotions like movement so let them go they don't need to linger they don't need to stay in your energy you feel how you feel journal that shit out journal it out work it out a little Okay, get to the root of how you're feeling is how you're feeling because, you know, hood healers say a feeling is a fact. So, you know, um, look at it, analyze it. I'm a Virgo moon, so I'll, I'll analyze the fuck out of some shit. Okay, so tap in with your emotions, but don't let them run you. So divine feminine, things are working out for you. You're going towards exactly where you need to be going and it's going to be in your highest good. Even if you can't see the finish line, even if you don't see the outcome, know that God got the whole plan. And as long as you get in alignment with your true self, your highest self, with your divine feminine self, all things are going to work out for you. Okay. So no worries, release the negativity, release the doubts because we're going into new times and this shit is going to be better than you can possibly perceive okay yeah. oh yes so like that <laughs> this has been no strings lady night we didn't fucked it up for almost 
three hours. This honestly, this conversation was so much, uh, it was so divine. Like this shit was just so divine. It was so good and so healing. Like, I'm just so glad I was able to like tap in with like just such powerful ladies. Not the, not the music, honey. Why to wrap it up like it's an awesome piece? So, yeah. <laughs> no strings attached. Thank y'all for watching. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share the show. It's so appreciated. Y'all have a good night. See y'all next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Lord.